What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Figure It Out. I am your host, Jawan. Uh, and you guys see my amazing panel. I'm going to go to them in one second. Today's episode is going to be a very, very, very enjoyable one. We hyped it up last week. We will be digging into horror movies. Yeah. And a lot of you out there are like, it's horror movies and you're a podcast that mainly talks about figures. How are you going to combine the two? Don't you worry about that, okay? Because we got it for you. <laughs> All right, but starting up, let me introduce everybody. Starting first with Joel. What's going on, Joel? What's going on? As you can see, I'm very comfortable today. So, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, that's the pod formation. If you guys have not have not been uh, updating yourselves on Zoom etiquette, that is the they call that <laughs> podcast pose. Um, that is that is the kind of how you get comfortable when you do these zooms. Um, <laughs> next up, JD. What's going on, JD? What's up? What's doing? Uh, ready to talk about. Toys and horror movies. I'm excited. <laughs> now, oh, what, what, what specific thing about horrors are we talking about? Are we talking about years? Because the '70s had great horror flicks just based on cinematography alone. Are we talking genres like horror porn, slasher, almost thrillers? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, are we talking, you know, comedy horrors? Everything. Everything yes. counts. Everything counts. Because, like we always say. This is not factual. This is opinion based. So it's whatever yeah. your heart desires. Okay. That's where you go with. Okay. And that's why Leprechaun is the greatest horror movie of all time. But oh. next up, um, <laughs> Tia. What's going on, Tia? Well, you know, I'm still mourning the loss of our show, American Gods, after they canceled oh, it after yeah, season yeah. three. So, you know, um, yes, yeah. exactly. Still, still dealing with that, but you know, besides that, pretty good. I'm excited for this uh, podcast, even though I would say I'm not as much of like a horror aficionado as probably you guys are. Um, I still enjoy coming on, figure it out, and I was like, I got answers for these questions. It's okay, <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. But yes. last but definitely not least, Pete, what's going on, man? What's up, everybody? I gotta tell you, I'm I've been looking forward to this all week. Yes. I have a and it, you know, to answer your question from a moment ago, in this modern age, it's a lot easier to associate toys and horror movies because yeah. there's there's little nuanced figures coming out all over the place. I mean, back in the 80s, I could never have gotten this t-shirt. Oh. One of the greatest, scariest horror movies ever. Nice. The original, I, not that 2005. I was going to say, Pete, that has to, <laughs> that has to be the original you talked about because remember, so prior to Juwan hitting record, we were talking, you know, about movie theaters and stuff. And I said that I've walked out of a movie before. The movie I walked out of was the remake of the fog. That's I awful. went there and I was like, this is crap. I'm sorry. And I so walked bad. right <laughs> I did. So, I did. It's horrible. <laughs> I deserve that. Although um, the remake of the blob was better than the original yes, of the blob. Agreed. The 80s version. Excuse yes. Me. Fully agreed. Um before we get into this in our first topic, I did want to say is anyone here familiar with the brand Hyatt Toys? Yes. You enjoy Hyatt Toys? <laughs> I love Hyatt. Okay. Yeah. So excited. Jay's going to get <laughs> something. I got, I got a slight beef with Hyatt Toys. Oh. So, 
I got because was playing the game and really kind of got into it. I got their Injustice, Injustice 2 figures. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And as soon as I removed the Batman from the box, oh. the arm yeah. came right off. Yeah, wow. they are very soft. No hesitation. Um, but these are kind of what they look like. And the way wow. they scaled it was supposed to, uh, in their description, was supposed to be a little bigger than this. Um, so I was also upset with that. The hands are removable, but not easy to remove and put back on. Um, so hi, I got a little beef with you. So I, you know, this is a toy podcast. So sharing my, okay. I saw that. I saw that. Now that is, that is scaled exactly the same height as this, but that's really, bigger. really, yeah. Um, I love the way this, this, this comes out. This is, uh, the predator too. This is Danny Glover's um, right. arch nemesis yep. over here. Uh, I, dude, I love the retractable claws on this bad boy. Look at that. They extend. Oh, cool. uh, comes with the spikes. Um, comes with a lot of accessories. For some reason, he I don't want to say a purse, but he comes with a really thin, fine chain and a pad on it. I, I know <laughs> we're tying to horrors, um, and, and The Predator was originally pitched as a horror. I don't think it's a horror movie at all. Um, you know, it, it falls in the line of uh, what I feel RoboCop is, you know, just that action thriller with some monsters uh, mixed into it. But um, I, I really like the horror, the higher line of Predators. They are they are on point, man. I will say, though, one thing I can give them is because nobody really does this. I do like that the Batman and Superman's capes are cloth, not the hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The hard cape. Yeah. It's not how mm -hmm. it should ever be. It should always be cloth. But this is what the Batman oh. looks like, obviously, from Injustice 2. And the arm came right off, so I had to keep oh, it sorry. completely still like that. So I'm in a bit of a beef with beef war with it right now. So gotcha. I had to express that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I can agree with you on the cloth capes. Um, really? Boss Fight Studios recently had a Zorro figure come out. And they had a Zorro packed individually. And they had a Zorro packed with a horse. And the Zorro with the horse was a cloth cape. The Zorro packed individually was the was the um, plastic, the molded plastic cape. And mm -hmm. I kind of like the Zorro um, with the molded cape more than, you know, the cloth cape. And how, I, I, how I, hard do you think it would be to, you know, kind of meet in the middle like uh, Sideshow does with its statues with a uh, flexible, you know, poseable cape. Right. They'll do that with great. on a smaller scale I'll with a figure. That. I'll take that. I'll gladly oh. take that. That's um, cool. I, I will let you know how cost effective that is. Please do. Like, how much would that add to to a figure's <laughs> markup? Because I'm just thinking, like, you could pose it so much better yes. with a you know with a poseable cape. Well, it depends. Are, are we looking at like the wire armature in the middle of it, or? I man, I'm no scientist. I have no idea okay. how they do it. it could be, <laughs> they, they could have like somebody at the end of a conveyor belt with a with a magic wand for all I know. I have no idea how that stuff works. <laughs> I just come up with the ideas. Y'all just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I, asshole designer, the architect, and that passes off the shit to the engineer. And the engineer is like, 
I hope you die a horrible flaming death. <laughs> I can just picture Pete Filthy Rich just throwing money like, here, you do it. I don't, I don't know how any of it works. <laughs> Bro, Here's the money. No, man. When it comes to like concept design, how many ideas we came up with and then we find the cost effectiveness, excuse me, the price of it and how it is not cost effective. And then we have to go back and redesign it to be right. cost effective and make all these changes. It like takes the heart out of your dream. You know, you're like, yeah. I don't even want to do this, this piece anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's I can say on a low, on a lower degree, uh, <laughs> when you see the editing you have to do for podcasts or interviews, you just kind of go, no, no, thank you. No more. <laughs> no more. I don't want to do anymore. Or when I have to co go in and rewrite Juan's descriptions for these videos. <laughs> okay, okay. So let me say this. Let me say this. Either Tia or Kanan always do this, and it literally makes me cry inside every time I do it. So I think really hard when I do <laughs> titles, when I do titles of these shows, right? So then I'll, I'll put it in, send it off, and then, like, I'll go back to listen to it, and I'm like, what is this? Like, who who changed this? And then in my head, I'm like, Tierra Cannon. It's, 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 it's me. Tierra. It's me. So it's you. Okay. Because I've heard I, I, Kanan before. After, well, Kanan will message me and be like, can you redo Juwan's video? And I'm like, why don't you guys it? just tell me that it's bad? Stop letting me think that it's good. Just immediately say, hey, Juwan. Here's the title. Because, Don't even think about it. <laughs> because you do, you know, you host a show and everything. That takes a lot. It's like, you know, he's the editor in chief. I'm the content manager. You know, that's that's our job. So you know, I help uh, you out. Makes me cry. But anyway, um... <laughs> yo, your, your dog just ripped somebody's jugular out. Yeah, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Was that a dog or a cat? Or... <laughs> it's like. Um, yeah, no, it's my dog, and I guess she got like pissy at one of the cats. So no, I know what it is, Tia. I know what it is. Your dog was like, "Is that the idiot who names his own podcast?" I knew I smelled it. I knew I smelled that idiot somewhere. Oh um, no, John. We are gonna get into our favorite horror movie collectibles, figures, pops, whatever you want to go by. Um, I don't have any on me. But one that I definitely will never forget, my aunt used to be a manager at Spencer Gifts. I'll never forget, oh. right up top, all the way up top, was the Chucky. The Chucky that oh. would speak looked, I mean, mm -hmm. identical to the Chucky from the movie. And I used to remember going, I can't enter. Why not? <laughs> I, 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 I see that Chucky. I know how easy it was in a movie for him to just hop out of the box and hop down and come kill you. <laughs> No, thank you. No. And you know, I used to say to myself, how come they never put, like, once they figured this out, how come no one thought, you know what, we should probably put zip ties on these. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not so easy for him to just jump out and murder people. No one ever thought that. They were just like, nah, you know, who cares? So just let him kill people. No, it's your fault. You $2 Chucky toys. I'm sure this is so much more of like a girl thing, but like, when I grew up, there was something called like my twin doll. I know this is like very random. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It was like this company that like your parents could send off like your picture and they make like a doll that like looks like you and stuff, oh, right? No, no, I don't know anything about this. Oh, was it was that sounds horrifying. Not for yeah. That's what I'm saying. It so was it, it was horrifying. My mom got me one. 
And every night it's like, I would take it out of my bed and run into like the living room and like throw it on the couch. And my mom, for some reason, every day practically like would take it and put it back in my bed. So you wake up and it's like, oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good way for a toy to get burned. Like don't, don't, don't do that. Well, so really quick, when I moved out of my parents' house about five years ago, my mom's like, do you want to take your, you know, your my twin doll? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you keep it here. I didn't want it when I was a kid. I don't want it now. Yeah. Like, yeah, that 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 should never see another another day. Like that that should die somewhere. Put that in the trash can or something. I um, admire your persistence, Tia, because by the second time that thing came back in the bed, I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Please don't stab me. <laughs> don't don't steal my soul. <laughs> But, it was the um, making of like a Chucky movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I, I get it. I get it. I refuse to. I refuse to stay at my mother-in-law's house because in, my, in the Mrs. old the bedroom where she grew up in, that's where her mom puts all the 1940s and 50s old collectible, you know, Koopy dolls with the, oh. the dead stare eyes and the, oh, and no. the you know the plug-in hair pieces, and they're just yeah. there on the bed like a million fucking pillows. I can't. I fucking can't. Yeah, Man, that's a horror movie in its <laughs> what, what was that 80s? That was an 80s horror movie. Not before Puppet Master. There was it was like killer dolls or something. There was there was it was a, it's a trope. It's a trope. Not just the not just the um you know the talking puppet, but like I think that the TV series of Friday the thirteenth had an episode dealing with all those little koopy dolls. I think it's called like Dolls from 1987. Yeah, see, but I, that, I think... that's, that'll fuck with you, man. That yeah. will in some, real life. There's some um like place I believe in like somewhere in Latin America, perhaps Mexico, where like the there's just do- just the dolls. Island. Yes, <laughs> yes. Island of dolls. Yes, <laughs> and fuck whoever that. goes there to take those up. pictures is a brave person because yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even be there. I had there was a show on. There was a show on ABC for a little while called The Amazon. And they referenced that. Uh, it's not a horror, but it was kind of a, like a thriller where they were trying mm-hmm. to go down the Amazon to find, um, you know, somebody from their team. And it reflected the story, The Heart of Darkness. Um, and uh-huh. every stop they made down the Amazon River was something scary. And the, one of those the stops they made scary. was where the dolls were hanging up there. I was like, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just, to me, it's one of those things to where it's like, I don't know if it's the smile or the eyes that never yeah. blink. That is what makes it so terrifying. Yeah. But it's just nothing scarier than just sitting there or laying there and then just looking over and it has not <laughs> moved. It is not said any, it's just, it's like, no, 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 You gotta go. You gotta frown. You gotta, I don't know, spit at me something. You can't just yeah. sit there and smile with your eyes open like that. Like, what no, the fuck go. you mean it doesn't move? They move. They, they move? move. Fuck yeah, they move. They got they move. Own, man. Yeah. Shit. Some people they... see, some people believe that. Like, uh, look, I had the same issue at my, my brother's house. Uh, my sister-in-law collects a whole bunch of fucking creepy dolls, right? So I used to go there in the mornings before school and, you know, hang out. And it was still dark at that time. So I'd be sitting there trying to take a nap. But all these dolls are like staring at me. So I just turn them around turn them around and then take a nap and then she'd come down and find all the dolls with either pillows in their face or like upside down or like the other way they, none of them were facing me she had so many and she has this one doll 
let's say it's a, like half my size. It's a clown. But she says she oh. keeps it. She keeps it because it looks like me. So I'm like, I hate it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't like that thing. And it always, she kept it in the corner of the room. I'm like, I fucking hate that clown. Ooh. But she keeps it and it's half the size and it scares the shit out of everybody that comes in the house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did, you guys hear, did you guys hear the thing like Furby's still talking even when like their batteries die yeah. out or something? Like I, some people are saying that. <laughs> let, let me tell yeah. you, let me tell you this. And then I'm going to move on to, to you, Pete. My sister had a Dora, right? Dora the Explorer. It would move, sing, whatever, right? So I remember my mom going, I'm fucking sick of hearing, you know, this girl hit the button and this shit make noise every five seconds. <laughs> so she takes the batteries out, right? And this is like a few years later. It had like eroded. Like she had kept the batteries in or whatever. It started to like erode inside of there. So like it didn't work for forever. And then out of nowhere, it just every night at the same time would just start singing and dancing. And oh, I no. remember my mom going, it went fire. <laughs> my mom was just like, two things are going to happen. Woo. We're going to throw this away and then throw the trash can away or we're moving. And she was like, <laughs> we can't afford to move. So that doll's going. And I just remember like everyone sitting around going, yeah, yeah, no, it's got to go for sure. Um, but yeah, every Woo. night, same time. You know what time? And it's like, what the fuck? What is that? Would you say, Joel? Did you know what time? Remember? Every day. Midnight. Midnight. Every day. Every single day. Didn't skip a day. Wasn't that one of the um, the paranormal activity uh, um, themes? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That the doll doll, uh, uh, carried this. Yeah, they based it off of John's. Thank you. just never got the royalties for it. Thank goodness they don't make Star Wars figures that talk, or I don't know what I would do. Uh, I have, hold on. I, got, I have a doll in my room now. I hate her because she's the creepiest looking thing ever. But my daughter, they bought it for her, and you know she keeps it around. But she keeps. I keep it in the toy chest. I don't like it when it leaves the toy chest because it just creeps me out. Actually, I'll show you right now. <laughs> we got it so we can all be creeped out together we got it to this. Yeah. and i'm gonna keep talking for our, yeah. our audience that are just listening to the audio while you're looking for it joel um yeah. it's just it's uh, one of those things that it's like i don't that know life source in the background is fucking creepy as shit too. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> look at her that little bit oh i see it oh i see it that that purple hat oh, oh, man she's, she's, too, she's, she's too happy She's too smiling. <laughs> That's you know, unnatural. That no one's that happy. Yeah, that is. <laughs> wait, so Pete, I'm gonna pass it to you. Let me uh, ask you this before you give me your your figure uh, that you enjoy. What do you think would terrify you more? A doll that just sits there, eyes wide open, smiling, or one that would at <sighs> specific times go off and start singing and dancing? Hmm. I, I think one that would just sit there because if if I could time it, if I knew it was going to happen, you know, it would probably startle me at first. Like, you know, when you're awake after a very long night of drinking and stupidity and your alarm goes off, you're like, oh, oh, but wait, no, I, I know that's supposed to happen. Like after a while, you would get used to that. And if it happened at specific times, but if this thing is just sitting there staring at you, like, yeah. I, I want to know what it's doing when I'm not looking at it. Oh yeah, man. You know, yeah, you, no, no, no. You say that, but I feel like 
with that, I can at least maybe take some duct tape and put it over the eyes in the mouth. Okay, why would you piss it? I, I wouldn't even try that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. No, Just man. Keep it in the room. It's a bad juju right there, kid. It, it would also be really that. creepy when something like, like say you did that, right? You put duct tape over his eyes, and then you walk into a room, and there's no duct tape on the eyes. That would freak you the fuck out, because then it's like okay, your mind well, hold on. completely that's messed a whole up. Another, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> if I put duct tape, come back, and there's no duct tape, but you don't I'm know. You don't. You don't know. I'm burning the whole house down. Take my, all that okay. you do. <laughs> my basement is very, very haunted. Right now, me and Cecilia are on pretty good terms. You <laughs> said that. Yes. He talks about her before. He's not joking. We're good right now, because probably I haven't had a table full of idiots down here in over a year so she thinks she's off the hook but i got news for you lady once covid is over and done we'll be back don't do this don't do this because that's going to affect me when i come to the basement (laughs) 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 you you guys think i'm joking about this right listen i I try to be as sensible as it is but coming from an old school puerto rican family right there's still that 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 the heebie-jeebies that come in you know what i mean the the old school stuff like okay with my ex-wife, we went to go see Paranormal Activity in the theater. And I do not condone violence against women in any way. Let me say this from the beginning. But if anybody <laughs> has seen Paranormal Activity, and I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, right? When, when, we, got, when we get home to, my, to the house, um, no, don't shit! You see? Now I get scared by the fucking new one. So we get to the we get to the house and and we had central air and the vents right were blowing underneath the curtains. I've been in the house for years. I should know this, but because we saw paranormal activity, now it's fucking me, right? <laughs> And then this woman turns to me and just like in the movie when she's sitting outside in the swings after she'd been possessed and she goes, don't worry, Jay, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Just like the fucking movie that I almost knocked out. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps right now. She made me spit in my fist, in my own fucking home, in my own home. And she knew oh, that would get goodness. to me. So for the next two weeks, whenever I did something that would tease my ex-wife off just a little bit, she'd, don't worry, Jay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. That's it. That movie fucked with me. Ooh. And you just saw how I jumped me at once. <laughs> I mean, I, I always say, JD, I can only imagine, I can only imagine as being in a couple and seeing that movie and then going going home together. Yeah, and like, was, if at hard. like 2 a.m., like your wife just gets up like really quickly, you're like, and she's like, whoa, what are you doing? It's yeah. like, hey, I, I, yes. sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. I just Dude. saw that movie. I didn't know what you were going to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to stand over me for four hours. I did yeah. not know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know, most of the time I joke around and stuff like this, but I'm 100% serious. Like, our house backed into a forest. Anything could have fucking... Blair Witch Kitty came out that shit in the fucking middle of the fucking night. I would have I ran the fuck back to New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I swear, there's just certain things that it's like, you just know not to play with it, right? Like, you just know you don't. I got the nerves well, that, That's like, I will tell you right now, I don't really believe in ghosts at all. Oh, that's all but right, I, I believe also, in you. <laughs> but, yes, I also, 
but I also know not to like fuck with things it's like yeah yeah yeah. like I don't really believe but I'm not gonna be like you know going into the mirror and like you know doing be merry or I'm not gonna be like you know opening up an old book and like doing some spell or something like you know in the off chance that it's real I don't fuck with it (laughs) no need to tempt fate don't fuck thank you Pete don't fuck with it don't Mm -hmm. fuck with it all right, let me. Can I can I can I give a story? Can I give another yeah, story? I'm ahead. sorry, I, I, I'm always long-winded. Okay, so <laughs> so when my aunt was a little girl, moving into an old-school-style New York apartment, right? Um, mm-hmm. She would she would complain to her mom. This is my aunt through marriage, right? Not my blood aunt. Um, she would complain to her mom. Oh, you know, um, I, I'm always hearing these noises at night. Her and her sister would sleep in the room. And, and they're always, you know, they're keeping us up. They're keeping us up. And her mom would be like, oh, no, you know, that's those are the kids running around. Um, and those are kids upstairs running around and stuff like that. And that's what's keeping you up. And this is one of those old school New York uh, places where the, the closets were like big cabinets that went from the floor to the ceiling with like a small little cupboard cabinet in the top, right? So they'd run around and... and you know, the mom's like, oh, when they step on the floorboards, stuff like that, you know, they would loosen the, the cabinet doors and that's what's opening up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my aunt was like, no, no, there's something else. There's something else going on here. So um, when their grandfather came to stay with them, he was in what's known in, uh, in Spanish culture as a Santero, right? Uh, Spanish voodoo, right? Yeah. A, a priest or I'm a telling- white priest, right? Um, so after the first night of staying there, he kicked my aunt, her sister, and my aunt's mom out the house. Can't stay here. Just tonight, just take the girls out. Oh, get a goosebumps. And she, uh, when she came back the next day, there he is. He's smoking a cigar. I got a bottle of vodka, right? Somehow, does that play into the story? I, I don't know, right? But that, that was part of their, their, their offerings. And he goes, I can't believe you kept my granddaughters in this house. It wasn't that, whew, it wasn't that the kids upstairs were running around and keeping them up. It was that whew, a little boy was hung and killed in the bedroom. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that's <laughs> where the top cabinet would keep opening up at because that's what it, the little boy was hung from. And the feet that he, they would hear, not the kids running around on the floor. It was the spirit kicking yeah. them. The, the cabinet doors. Oh, mama. Okay, so all right, new that, that, that's way to set the setting, Jay. I'm gonna tell you guys this: we don't have rules here. At figure it out. But the number one rule going forward, JD could not tell any more stories. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to tell ghost stories anymore. <laughs> oh, not I will wow. never sleep again. I'm gonna, I'm this, gonna be in my bed just like this. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's more to it, but I left it out. You know, because we had to do the show. Um, that's the abridged version, but that still <laughs> fucked me the fuck up, man. That should stay with me from you know a teenager to my forties. Yeah, I don't fuck with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely tell you, ghosts, <laughs> ghosts, and like demons <laughs> and possessions and stuff. I always have the mindset to where it's like, you may not believe in it, which is not a problem. Not a problem. I only ask. That and not you, T. I'm just saying uh, other people. I only ask that you don't 
fuck with it. Well, no, that's, that's my thing. Don't that's the only question. No, no. Only thing. That's my thing. It's like cautiously not believing in it. Like, believe me, I, I've had this conversation where I've had friends before that, like, you know, are in tarot cards and they're into it, all that. Like, I've had this conversation where I just don't believe in it. But I will never take it away from someone else who believes and has their own experiences. Um, and again, as you said, I will not poke bears. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I will not poke that. any bears. I only say that because you see these people that will like go to old burial grounds or play on the No, hell yeah, no. no, no, no. My, you know what no. my thing is? My thing of not wanting to do stuff like that comes from like, and again, saying this, I'm not saying this to like diminish anyone, but like a logical standpoint. Because I'm like going to a, a, you know, a burial ground at the middle of the night. There could be a serial killer there. It could be some sick freak. To me, the scariest people are humans. You know, like for me, it's like you hear something in your apartment. I don't think ghosts. I think is there a motherfucker coming in, you know, yeah. to rob me, to kill me, you know, and do all yeah. sorts of horrible stuff. So to me, it comes from yeah. like not, you know, that place, like a paranormal place. It comes from like a human beings are sick freaks, and you know, I don't want to get caught into anything. <laughs> See, mine, mine immediately goes paranormal, and then I'm relieved. Like if if I look and I'm like, oh my god, there's a ghost in here. But I get up and it's someone just hopping in my house. I'm like, <laughs> like I thought you were a ghost. Okay, did you? Know? And then and then they'll go like, hey, I'm here to rob you, and you'll be like, cool. Okay, um, there's like, nothing I, here. I could fuck you up. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you're you're like you're real. I can get like a bat or a gun. That's fine. Right. A ghost, I ghostbusters yeah. aren't on speed dial like the movie makes it makes you think. Yeah, they yeah. So More like, I don't know what to do if that happens. <laughs> like, yeah. I love I love the supernatural. I love all that extra shit. I listen to all those like uh, campfire like ghost stories, all that yeah. shit. Joan knows. I listen. Didn't we listen for fun? <laughs> Didn't we listen to it on the on the way to New York Comic Con one day? Yeah, I, I, yeah, we, we a couple times. Um, okay. I. I, all the time, but here's the but thing. Joel, that's the funny thing is that I listen to like true crime stuff for fun. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like true that stuff. Um, but my thing is, and that's why I don't fuck with it either because obviously I believe in that kind of shit. But there's stuff like there are times like I have stories I want to write that involve that kind of shit, but I only go so far because I start creeping myself out. So I'm like, yeah, I can't. That's when more. you know it's good though, Joel. When you, uh, I mean, but out. have you heard? Have you heard about the stuff like with the people who filmed Poltergeist? Like all of them got messed up. Like all yeah. of the accidents happened, diseases, and I'm like, this is why you don't poke the bear. No. <laughs> yeah. That was territory they were not meant to go into. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm writing some oh, stuff it now, and it's just goosebumps. it keeps me the fuck out. But I'm like, <laughs> I got to do it at some point. I got to finish it. But. We got to do a whole episode on just ghost stories, period, I think. Oh, we yeah. could. Oh, no, we sure we can. You know what? All right. So we might have to make this part one. and Because <laughs> 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 I have I have ghost stories. But Pete, I'm I sorry. have no ghost stories. I was prepared for horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, T. It's, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll... No, I can't even say that. I don't even like to play with that. All right, never mind, Pete. I'm gonna go to you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go to you. Uh, what were some of the figures that you enjoyed from the the horror world? All right, I I, I got a few in front of me here, so bear with me on yeah. this one. Uh, the the very first horror figure I got was my man Jason right here uh, from Ooh. the McFarley Movie Maniacs line. Uh, oh, oh, it oh, even oh. though this was the Jason Goes to Hell figure. Uh, which is probably the worst movie in the franchise. There's no problem about it. It's awful. Uh, this Not is still Jason a really X. dope figure. No, Jason X is uh -oh. dope. 
Jason X is awesome for the simple That's Jason fact. Sci-fi. Yeah, for the for fact it. that if there was a dude who was coming back to life, forget killing teenagers, killing anybody, this dude's coming back to life. Eventually, the government's going to find out about him, and they're going to build a whole military base around him and try to capture him and study him. Jason X was the logical conclusion to the series, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And I'm going to talk more about Jason X uh, later on in the program. Yeah. But, so that that's one and Jason is arguably my, my favorite horror movie franchise. So I have a few figures here. Uh, I, I have the, the Jason Lives figure uh, from Jason 6. Oop, I don't know what that was. Uh, and it, he's hard to see because he's still in the package, but he's all gruesome looking and everything from when Tommy woke him up out of the grave. I have the Friday the 13th from the video game. This used to play nice. the video game theme song when you opened it up, but the batteries have long uh, since died. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he, he's all purple and everything. I never beat that game. Jason's impossible. And I what did, what um, platform was it on? NES. Oh, okay, of cool. course, the Funko Pop for the, oh, the same accompanying game. This is the 8-bit uh, <laughs> purple version. You heard Tia? I could have I heard you finishing... Oh, he's a killer, but he's so cute. <laughs> it is so terrible. <laughs> you know I love the Funko Pops. That one time I was here and showed you all, that wasn't even like half my collection. I, so. Honestly, Tia, I knew you did. So I was like, I got I got to bring this one for her. I was like, I know she's going <laughs> to like this one. But recently, recently, Amok Toys came out with a line of creep show toys. I never in my life Ooh. thought I would see creep show toys. But I had to buy, of course, the uh, the creep himself, the homeboy floating around in the beginning of the movie. Uh, Fluffy, who scared the living shit out of me when I was a kid. This <laughs> King Kong looking ass motherfucker out of the great Arctic yeah. expedition. And nice. you know, the dude was like banging Adrian Barbeau against the thing. Like, come on, come on. And he pops out and eats half of a body <laughs> i had nightmares from i was four or five years old when i seen creep show my parents didn't give a shit what i rented from the video <laughs> store oh, no. <laughs> i had n nightmares i'm telling you and of course and i post this every single father's day it's father's day bedelia i got my cake <laughs> best and creep show was of course directed by horror zombie master George Romero so that zombie was scary as shit and of course I had to bring the DVD down as well I mean nice. Blu-ray. <laughs> but yeah man I, I I'm a super horror fan I was renting a horror movie and a cartoon at like in 1985 which probably explains a lot of the psychosis going on in here <laughs> that's, I, that's a great combo it's it a great is. fucking combo, bro. I will say after after this this topic, we are gonna get into the difference of a lot of people, um, and it is a version of it for sure. But a lot of people view uh, jump scares as as horror, and although it is a branch of a very large tree, it is probably one of the cheapest branches <laughs> you could have on this. Hundred percent. But um, sometimes it does work. Does yeah. it? Sure. Of course, of course. Even when you're expecting it. Like, I know, you know, the old trope of uh person looks in the mirror, nothing there. They open the medicine cabinet, Bam. take some pills out. They close that shit. I know somebody going to be looking in there. <laughs> and even if I know it. Not even that. 
now what they do is the music will be really tense. And then when it starts to slow down, like kind of, you know, kind of grow faint, you mm-hmm. know, it's so you can hear the, oh, right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, sometimes it, it, it does become a little predictable. There are a few movies that do it really well. Um, but like, see, Gore, I see, before, Jade, oh, go, go ahead, on, Jade. I see jump scares a hell of a lot higher on the list than schlocky porn uh, horrors, like, you know, the trauma stuff. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I, I don't like TNA and, and, and mutilation, excuse me, I can't say mutilation because like, I like the cannibal stuff, like Green Inferno and, and Cannibal Green Holocaust. Inferno is sick. Let the me tell nuts. you this, JD, let me tell you this. My dad introduced me to Eli Roth at an age where he probably shouldn't have introduced me to Eli Roth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I know he's going to listen to this tomorrow and go, shut your mouth. Dude, I like your but, dad. Um, <laughs> you know, I like my dad. My, you know what? You know what's funny? My dad's actually making fun of me a few days ago. My first up. movie that, shut up, Joel. The first <laughs> movie that ever gave me uh, uh, nightmares was actually, believe it or not, X Men. Um, I don't know why. I think oh. it was Sabretooth. I think it was Claws coming out of okay. hands. It gave me Here nightmares. And I just remember him going, I don't get you. And I'm like, I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm like eight. Like <laughs> it's possible that's a little scary. Like relax. But He's I'll never up. forget. Um what was it? It was uh Eli Ross' first big movie. And it, it it's actually based off a true story. Ca- Cabin fever? No, I'm sorry. No, no, I hope not. Uh, what was the one where the guy cut the uh, the his Achilles heel like the back of his uh, his foot off and made him walk? Um, uh, hostile, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, yes, yes. Ugh. Oh my okay. goodness, I remember sitting there with my dad, just like, <laughs> like, yeah. are you gonna watch the movie? I'm like, you want me to watch this? Like, this yeah. is insane. His head's yeah. coming off. That, that was kind of hard to watch. Can yeah. I add something huh. to this? Yes, Absolutely. go ahead, Pete. You, you know what was really horrifying for me just now? What? That you were eight watching X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. Thanks. You know, Thanks you know, you know what? I, I said to my dad, <laughs> I said, I, I got to find ways to not make it sound like <laughs> <laughs> I'm the age that I am when I talk. Yeah. I, I like to to give uh, mission failure so far. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Pete, in the pre-show, I went to, we were talking about going to the movies. And one of my favorite movies in the theater that I saw was I sat front row to watch Jurassic Park when it came out in 1993. And like, mm-hmm. Joan would never have appreciated that. He wasn't no. even born yet. No, no. I was I was three. I was three and my grandma always talks about how she took me and my like two older cousins who are only about like two or three years older than me and how she she thought it was gonna be like a nice dinosaur movie and didn't oh, no. realize like how and that she had like three girls just screaming the whole time in the theater. Oh, okay. yeah, that was yeah, Eli Roth to me is very high. like Eli yeah. to, to what you're saying about like uh gore porn. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I don't like when it's excessive. Yes. To me, it has it has to be with not only within the flow of it, but it has to be within the story. Like you're not just doing it to do it. It's why I appreciated Hostile, not really Hostile too. When the chick took the uh, the scythe and was just yeah, that was to bleed out. I'm like, all right, Eli, you're just doing it to do. Did you ever see the show Hemlock Grove? It was like one of the first originals on Netflix back in 2015. That is a show I started and I could not. 
I could not continue. I, I got had... into like the second season. Um, it was bad it, or too. I just it was I don't know it was. It was low budgeted, and I think that sometimes it took away for me at least. I can't speak with on how Joelle felt, but for me, some of the scenes, especially one characters, is like a werewolf and everything. Um, it just cool. felt, especially since like Netflix just came out in like 2015. Perhaps they just didn't have the money to make things look as good as they probably could now. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Joelle. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was. I felt the same way, but. I just couldn't continue. I just, the story didn't, it just, as I, I was, it was very, all over. I very yeah. rarely walk away from anything. You know, if anyone knows me, I like a lot of shit. And it take, for me to say something sucks, you really got suck. Mm. Well, suck. if focus yeah. too much on like, we don't really care, but here's Bill Skarsgård. He's kind of good looking, right? So just focus on him the whole entire time. And that's yeah. what it felt like at most points. Was, yeah. yeah. I, it, like, like I was saying, when it comes to that, James Gunn and Eli Roth. Um, when James James Wan, sorry James Wan. When James uh-huh. Wan stopped doing Saw is when it kind of just got into the the real gore like gore porn. Um, but when he was doing it, it flowed within the story. It wasn't excessive. Um, and then of course the first uh, the first Hostel. I actually remember the disclaimer for it. I actually remember they were thinking of not allowing that in theaters when it first came out because it was so drastically different than anything like it wasn't nightmare on elm street it wasn't jason it wasn't michael myers it was this is actually happening in a part of the world yeah people just come and can murder people if they would like to um so it was it it made me never want to stay at hostels like i have ever I have a friend who frequently before the pandemic would just take trips by herself over to Europe. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that must sound so expensive. She's like, no, it's not when you stay at hostels. And I was like, yeah. why you would what? you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you didn't see that movie, huh? Um, but yeah, no, it just, it's one of those things where it's like horror to me is defined by so many different things. Um, and so many different people like it for so many different reasons. Um, I just like that horror is maybe the one genre that even though it's so many, there are some good elements of all of the different branches of horror Um, And that's saying a lot because there's a lot of different tropes for each branch that you can kind of go. I mean, it's funny, you know, as soon as we started this, uh, Jay had asked, like, what are, where are we here? Are we monster movies, slasher flicks, comedy horror? And I'm like Joel in that I'm very easy to please no matter what I'm watching. I don't care if it's jump scare stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, monster movies or whatever. I want to be entertained. So I'm, I'm going to suspend that disbelief because I want to have fun. I don't want to sit there and bitch about a movie unless I really, really have to. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just, it's all about, it's all about perspective. You got to know what you're walking into. Like mm-hmm. you can't walk into um, the seat of Chucky and go, man, this movie sucked. Right. <laughs> saw the trailer. It's the point of the movie was for it to say. Right. right. It was horror. Horror is a very stuff. wide umbrella, and I think you know a lot of people can have a lot of fun with it. No matter. Well, yeah, because like, choose. it's like rock music. There's all a right. different, like, thousand different genres yes. of rock, but they all kind of go back to the same thing. Like, Get Out is so different than the Jason right. movies, but there's See, but still horror movies. Right. I I, th- I see Get Out more as a thriller 
It is. I, I believe that too, but I yeah. thought they built it as like a horror movie. I think so too. Yeah. I could have sworn well, when yeah. it came out, they said like, wow, Jordan Peele's getting into horror. Here's the no, thing, I think his, his follow-up was the horror flick. That was even us. so, that was like us, us, us so different than you know Blair Witch Project. You know the thing is, I don't differentiate between thriller and and horror. They feel like it's mm-hmm. it's a it's like a cousin of horror. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like it's still in that same field. Um, yeah. but I mean, even was it don't don't speak. don't breathe don't breathe don't breathe yeah. isn't a horror movie. It's a thriller. It's legit a suspenseful thriller. Uh, right. but it, I'll give you a better example: Red Eye. Ain't, ain't nothing horror about that right. movie. I like, love that people that I believe it. <laughs> right. right, right, yeah. So to me, it's just one of those things. Like, but that that particular genre of let's call it, you know, suspense thriller, whatever, fits right into what Tia was saying earlier about you know, it's not ghost stories that get her; it's crazy people. Yeah, right. that's right. crazy right. people. Yeah, crazy like, people. What, yeah. what was the movie um, with Denzel Washington where he was chasing? The killer who was always uh singing. oh collector? That's, that's the, the one with the demon. Uh yeah. Oh my god, my aunt put me onto that movie like a month that's ago. That's a great flick. Where, but if it was billed as a horror, I don't think you would have gotten Denzel Washington to do it. No, but, not at all. But Wait, sold Davey, him as a thriller. You're talking about the movie that when you touch someone, yeah. yes, you kill other people. Yeah. Yes. Yes, okay, yes. See, but that that's a concept that had been done before, Chris. Wes Craven did it with Shocker. I don't know if you guys knew about yes, that. I've heard of that. Yeah. that. Uh-huh. Like, like, dude, the 70s and the 80s were some of the best horror flicks that came out, right? Seven, just, just for cinematography alone, I mean, wow, the feel, the vibe that it gave you with that, the cinematography look is just amazing. The grittiness, right? And I'm not talking about the grindhouse stuff. I'm talking about just, you know, like how it's a it's a bright, shiny day, but it still seems like it had, had rained some point in the movie. Like something like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm. It was a bright, shiny day, but it always seemed like it was gray skies going on. And that is a scary fucking flick, right? But then you go into the 80s and you get, you know, the first Nightmare in Elm Street. You get, you know, later on, like sure. Wes Craven's um, uh, Shocker, um, you know, and it's like, not that it goes campy, but they they go after the one liner, so it almost feels like it, it, you know it could be like an action style film or or marketed more for a commercial horror film than something that can really get under your skin, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or the scariest movie of all time, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. You said it last week, and I went back and watched, it and I was just like. Yeah, you're talking about the original, right? Because if you go back and watch that, it's like he was really twisted. He did not mourn those children at all, and they were dying in his factory. Thank you. No, you die from eating candy, and then the Oompa Loompas. No, no, no. Singing a song uh, to foreshadow your death. Oh no, no, fuck that. Would you guys consider something like Midsummer um, a horror movie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, weird, but yeah. You know, that's like a a bright colored movie that had horror, you know, elements well, and that's... everything. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say, and that movie freaked me no. the fuck out. Yeah, it's no, a that, real that event. falls in the category of something like a uh, Wicker Man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, I and said yes, yeah, but, and then heard you and was just like, that's JD. Oh, wait, is that not something? I'm, I'm sorry. It's totally I, I think any Nicolas Cage movie is a horror movie at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that was a remake. Still making yeah. movies. Yes, that was a remake. Yes, yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. All right. Uh, T, I'm going to go to you next. What were some of the uh, collectibles or dolls that uh, completely terrified you in your youth? I mean, my, my, my twin doll like freaked me out Ooh. obviously <laughs> very much <laughs> freaked me out um i never like was scared of say chucky or anything like that i don't know why i kind of like like the look of him i guess okay. um no. i don't know I, <laughs> I don't feel like i had anything back in the day that like i really liked with the collectibles um i think that's more of like your guys uh genre like you know so i want to give it obviously to you not take up too much of this segment uh-oh. Yeah, did you ever have a Chucky doll, Tia? <laughs> huh? You never had a Chucky Which... doll, did you? No. That's that's why you thought it was cute and adorable. You let that thing well, because my first night, my first <laughs> my first Chucky movie was, I think, The Bride of Chucky when she turns into a doll herself yeah. and everything. Um, wow. that was literally my first Chucky movie. Um. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is kind of, again, like, I didn't get the whole thing with Chucky. I was like, he's a doll. Just punt him. Just, exactly. like, kick him. Yeah. <laughs> Why no, is this guy I, so scary? I think Chucky, though, was scarier without the stitches on his face. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. But see, Tia, when you got into Chucky is when they started to go comical. Yes. Uh, I'm yeah. talking the OG Chucky, where it was the little, the little boy who got it for... Was it his birthday or Christmas or whatever? No. I yeah. think he killed that yeah. one in the uh in their um uh not the fire pit but the um fireplace. Yeah, the fireplace. I think that that Chucky died in the fireplace. But that's the one I'm talking about. That that you're talking about, JD. No stitches. Regular, you know, yeah. plain face. That Chucky is terrifying. A hundred. What was the 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 toy Chucky was based on? Cabbage Patch. Photo. No, no, no. No, it wasn't Cabbage Patch? No. Uh, I thought it was Cabbage Patch. Friend something. Uh, my buddy? My buddy. Isn't that my what buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me. Go, yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember yep. those. They there were called, what were they called in the show, in the movie, I mean? Oh, uh, what were they called? Um, I thought that's what they were called in the movie. I forget. I, it I might have been My Pal or something. Or something were, like that. Yeah, so they were, based, they were based on My Buddy. Right, right, My Buddy. That was a weird-looking toy anyway. Yeah. I don't and like, that was like a yeah, life-size kid's toy. Yes. Fucking and then what? they came out with Kid's Sister. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's it's not a toy, but I did have at some point, because they were selling it in Hot Topic or Spencer's, the Freddy Krueger um, claw oh, glove. Mm-hmm. And it oh, like was really made out. Of, I, it was not made obviously out of like knives, but it wasn't plastic. It was really hard and everything. And I'm like, you could it realistically come and like attack That's someone with this. <laughs> you know, some crazy motherfuckers were just like taking the plastic out of there and putting kitchen <laughs> knives in that shit. <laughs> I will say though, really quickly, JD, if Willy Wonka is a horror movie, I'm definitely putting iRobot in there. Like, that shit's terrifying. Really? When you think about how realistic, when that movie came out, where technology was, to how dependent we are on it today, I would 100% say that it's not far. far Far-fetched in a few years that robots are doing that. I see where you're going with that, and I would replace iRobot with AI. 
I yes. hated AI. I, want to I hated I that movie so much. It's crazy because when you think back to it, you're just like, I robot. Like, it was a really cool movie, whatever. But then when you think about everything he was saying in that movie of like, no, no, we're just kind of depending too much. Like, not long <laughs> after that, it was just like, hey, yeah, Walmart just fired like half its cashiers to put a computer there. And it's just mm -hmm. like, Oh, well, <laughs> well, I mean, we're getting closer, you know, so to me, and you guys have told me there's a Gundam in, in Japan somewhere. Did you, did you guys see, does anybody follow uh, What is New York or I'm So 718? Does anybody follow any of them pages on no. Instagram? No. Yo, I the, do follow it. I just haven't, like, it hasn't come up on my feed. The lately. Boston Dynamics uh, engineers. That, oh, those dogs? Yeah, the yellow like uh, robot dog. That shit was here in Domino Park the other day, and man, people <laughs> were filming that shit, and people tagged me in it. And my simple response was, "Yo, when we get Terminators, remember it started with these assholes." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yep. funny. Forget about Terminators. Did you ever see Automata with um? I can't even with, say that. Uh, no. Antonio Banderas. Never. So it was the AI gaining its own sentience. Not a great flick, but the premise, the main, so you got the, you got the, the robots come to life and they're like, oh, you know, we are who we are. We're, we have souls. We're alive. And they start to make the next generation. The next generation, I don't want to say it looked like that Boston like, dynamic dog, mm -hmm. but it was low to the ground, mm -hmm. had a, had a very mobile shell just like that. And it, and it seemed like, that was one of those flicks that's right there, right around the corner from where we are, man. Yeah. Well, when they're like, "Hey, um, you know, we're we're inventing really cool things soon. You know, people in fast food restaurants will be replaced by machines. Like, that doesn't sound like a good thing. No. That sounds like a terrible <laughs> thing. Why is that a good thing? Yeah. It's like technology is getting too much. <laughs> one or two things will happen. Uh, either Terminator will happen within 10 years or animals will realize like we conform to humans. I don't think it should be that way. So that that one of those th two things I think will happen within like the next 10 years. Like lions and tigers are like, he keeps hitting me with this fucking whip. Like, I don't have to allow this. Like, <laughs> I, but I fully support that. Like, I want the animals to win over the, the circus masters. Like, I've listen, never I'm, seen like, I'm, I'm bowing to our octopus overlords. <laughs> See, that's another thing I don't play with. I don't play with the ocean. Once they told me there's there's like at least 85% of the ocean they haven't even like, you know, discovered oh, yet. Oh yeah, they they can't go down to the bottom. There's far. creatures out there that they still don't know exist. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so, I'm, you know, there you go. once you tell me that your percentage is that high, no interest. No nope. yet even another there. genre of horror. There's a whole ocean genre yeah. of horror. Which that freaks me out. Like the idea of being on a boat, the idea of being in a submarine yeah. and everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Although they can't pull it off because that uh the one with Twilight Girl, what's her name? That, that was a decent it. flick though. I enjoyed that. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, Kristen yeah. Stewart. Underworld. I don't really like oh, her. my chick from Iron Fist was in there. Jessica Hanwick. Oh, oh, yeah, I can't, can't speak bad about yeah. that movie. Nope, I loved it. It was an instant classic. Sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> that, that was just because he has a girl crush. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I got it's you. very I got different when he's in a, a crush. It was Lovecraftian, so I, I, I was with it from Jump Street. Okay. 
I'm an easy person to please that Speaking way. Of Lovecraft. See, but I, I, when it comes to Lovecraftian, I think um um the movie, the series that was on HBO was Lovecraft, yeah. Country. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, can I tell you, I wasn't expecting. It. It's like I knew that there were say like supernatural elements but the first episode is very um like real right you know it deals with racism in the 1950s so i'm watching i'm like this is a good show of dealing with that and then all of a sudden there's like aliens out of space and this i tell you you what i tell you what there's not one black grandmother that didn't watch that show and went "Mm -hmm, that's all true Mm-hmm. No, you know, right. Okay. It's funny because Lovecraft Country succeeded where Penny Dreadful City of Angels did not. Right. Oh, can I tell you? I actually yeah. like that. Sh- I actually like that oh, season. Oh, no way, man. I well, tried to tell her. It's because I never watched the original Penny Dreadful. So I was just coming from, again, I like the human aspect that 1930s dealing with, you know, the racism, yes, dealing with yes. the politicians. I do feel that, that there wasn't a supernatural. If they took that out and called it a different show, it would have been received completely different. But yeah. the fact that it was called Penny Dreadful City of Angels barely touched yeah. about. I understood where people who are a fan of Penny Dreadful didn't like it. But yeah. from where I was coming from, you know, not really paying attention to that stuff. I really liked it in that sense. See, yeah. they, they try to tackle the, the Latino experience, you know, right. in the 1920s, the 1930s in California. I think Lovecraft Country handled the Black experience, even Afrofuturism mm-hmm. in that series right. with impeccable taste that was lacking in Penny Dreadful City of Angels. And you know, my, when, when we talk about Santeria and stuff like that, you know, I yeah. brought it up. Um, what was the Penny Dreadful? Not Penny Dreadful, excuse me. Um, uh, uh, Lovecraft. Uh, no, no, no. Oh my god, the series that the movie that scared me that um Paranormal uh, Activity. I was right, Paranormal Activity. They try to go into Santeria, you know, you got the La Llorona. Right, the later they, that was pretty good. Spanish horror is so rich and so untapped, especially when you tie it in to Christianity and, yeah. and the taboos Yo, that are involved the, with it. The curse Ooh. of La La Llorona. La, La, yeah, La, La, that was a good flick. Not for yeah, nothing. Man. Um, I mean, it's something the Spanish horror. Did you yeah, enjoy man. Drag Me to Hell? That was a cool thing. Saw Drag Me to Hell. Did but anyone? If, watched, did anyone? If, if anybody has seen Quarantine, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that came from a Spanish flick. Yeah, yeah. Spain Spanish, right? Called Wreck. And um, there were two. There were four flicks to it, right? But the the first two are amazing movies. Quarantine is shot for shot the same thing that Wreck was. And this horror film picked up seconds after the first movie ended. And I like when sequels do that. But it yeah. took the zombie element from the whole Spanish Christianity and the taboo of suppression and stuff like that. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I like where this is going. Because, again, it's untapped. Yet it's so prevalent in, in my culture growing up to see it, you know, used in this way. I'm like, this this triggers those horror elements for me. I, 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 going back to Penny Dreadful, they missed the mark on so well, much. Well, you have to ask yourself, like, you know, because I didn't look at the people who made it. Was there anyone who was Hispanic in the writer's room? You there know, was. like, there, there was. was. Okay. 
I yes. have to add one thing on this note, like, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but when it comes to Lovecraft Country, it was a great series. I enjoyed yeah. it very much. Yeah. I want the further uh, seasons to actually involve more Lovecraftian things because there was really only like episode one that you saw some Cthulhu, some okay. you know, uh, Cthulhu spawn, and a right. horrendously Hellboy ripoff of a Shoggoth. I hated that, but regardless. I, I want to see more of that. And I could talk a whole episode worth of Lovecraft, so I'm not going to. But regardless, well, I want to see yeah, more Lovecraft. It was hard shit. because they had to toe the line. You I know. know. Lovecraft was a bigot. So well, it's like... <laughs> he was, but he learned better in his later years. And he, he died yeah. before he could really amend his ways. But like, I mean, that's kind of what you want out of a racist asshole is to, to learn better. Progress. And he was yeah. starting to. I'll even, say, I'll even say, Pete, the thing I love most about it had nothing to even do with the, the story specifically. I like that when you look at certain things, you see Jordan Peele. Mm -hmm. You look at other certain things, you saw J.J. Abrams. Like yes. the, two, the two girls that um that were haunting that. that Those were creepy. They that were. was Jordan Ooh. Peele. Like that was all Jordan Peele. Uh, not, that, not saying that was him directing me. it, but that was his. That was yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was definitely him. And it, like to me, uh, when the chick turned like into like this like octopus thing, I'm like, mm -hmm. AJ, that has to be. <laughs> like, to me, though, the freakiest <laughs> thing about that was the first time you saw, and forgive me, it's been a really long time, but the sister of who Journey so Smollett played, like yeah. her yeah. sister in it, yeah. the first yeah. time that like she remember when she turned into that white woman and then she like shed her skin to turn back and like how yeah. it was like detailing mm -hmm. it, I was like. Oh God, this is so awful! Like, why would you ever want to go back through that just for that it alone? Looked, it looks painful, and then you kind of it looks so. I just had to bring out the Cthulhu statue for a second, just since oh, we're on the subject. I couldn't make out what it was. Okay, that's crazy. No, we do have to go over Lovecraft Country. Now. I would Yo, love to, man. No pun intended. Bernie Smollett's sister, and I, I can't, I can't pronounce her name, so I don't want to butcher it, right? Um, but she has a great horror film based in England, where her and her husband in the flick, they're immigrants mm -hmm. and they're forced to, they're seeking refuge, right? And to gain yeah. citizenship in the UK, they have to stay in a certain house provided for them by the government, you know, a certain amount of time so they can get their citizenship. But the house is haunted. Ooh. Wow. Mm. I mean, that movie, I'd like to see that. See that? Yeah. I, I forgot the name of it, but it's like, okay, you know, it, it kills that whole concept Fucking run out the motherfucking house, bitch, and get the hell away. But you can't because you stand there, and then you know it flashes to horrors of what they were escaping from. And it's like, what's worse? The, I, I, the I have a question. Rats or monsters that are living in her the... husband in the movie uh, was was a black gentleman. Yes. Okay. I I am reminded of the Eddie Murphy skit when he was talking about Amityville. Y'all remember this shit? When oh he was like God. the first oh, one or the second one? No, the, the very first hit, I think it was in Delirious when he okay. was like, you know, black folks as opposed to white folks, th this is the difference. Like white folks move into the house and it's like, oh, this is this is fantastic. Whereas black folks, they, they move into the Amityville house. They're like, oh baby, this is fantastic. I can't wait to start my life with you. I love you, baby. I love this house. This is fantastic. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to, you have wow. to go. There's there's TikTok videos like that where it's like white people in horror movies. Oh, did you hear that? Let's go in and explore. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I'm like, true. That's why, but no, that's like, why they 
why we die. This is why we die in horror movies. That's why they say black people can never have a horror movie because it'd just be five minutes. It'd be like the credit. It'd start and then they go, well. Credit to you, you know better. We're stupid. I'm going to be that idiot. I'm definitely going in. You know what it is? I I think it's a natural curiosity. Like when you're, I feel like when you're another race, there's always something against you to where it's like, I'm really not that curious to see what exists as this. Yeah. I really yeah. feel like it's some sort of like predisposed curiosity that we have. Cause it's like, and listen, RIP to Steve Irwin, but I grew up watching his and he'd be like, this is the most dangerous snake in all of the world. One bite can simply kill you. I'm going to sit my hand in the freaking hole. In the <laughs> and it's like, what? Why? Yeah. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> but yeah, it's just it, we we don't and I I don't like to speak for other races, but I kind of just feel like other races just aren't naturally curious like that. Like it's like, man, there's like a lion that turns into a shark that can turn into a dinosaur, and it's like we would just kind of be like, nah, I'm good. You can just tell me about it. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. If you make it back, I still <laughs> remember <laughs> one of the very first Steve Harvey stand-ups I seen. I was probably on like Def Comedy Jam, like I don't know, '92 or whatever. And he was talking about going back to Africa. Like he was on a safari tour or whatever. And he's like, there's always this one white dude who just knows every sound in the jungle. And it was like, I was like oh, that's a cooler bird or whatever. He's like, rah, rah, rah. I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm going to go find out. And my wife was like, you have to stop him. I was like, and I was like, no, fuck him. Whatever it is, let it eat him. Get full. Don't got to fuck with us. Yes. I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah that, but that's what I'm saying and that's why it's just like when you look at at horror movies that's why I think honestly a lot of people thought it was racist but that's the honest reason why oh. I think they killed off black people in horror movies. It's like <laughs> realistically they wouldn't still be here if we don't kill them off. So you you all knew better and you would save the other people. You got hey, come on this way. No, no, no. Yeah, he's we, gotta, he's we 100% go would be like Veronica. He's, he's, he's definitely over there. He's, unless, he's right there. I don't think you should. Unless you're Buster Ryan <laughs> in a Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh my God, I remember that. Freaking <laughs> best scene in a Halloween movie ever. Yeah. Although, you know what? see, what people don't know is when you take a Buster Rhymes credibility as knocking out a professional boxer by the name of Zab Judah, you yep. can see how that may happen in real life. There you go. I mean, I'll even say it wasn't a horror movie, but the worst way I think I've ever seen a black person die in something like that was definitely Sam Jack in uh, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> yeah. That was, just, that was excessive. Everybody died with just one bite, and it's like, okay, they're dead. His was just like, nope, there's like three of us and we're going to separate him so we can all eat. It was just Hold like- up. Hold up. Credit where it is doing. I don't know the actor's name. I don't even know the character's name. But I am going to, you know where I'm going with this. I'm sure you do. I am referencing Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes! And the only dude who actually... Like, try to go toe-to-toe with Jason. Dude, like, all right, let's go. Let's go. He tried. I mean, credit. He lost miserably. But <laughs> damn it, he tried. <laughs> yeah, See, no, I, I definitely got to get that. that. Sp- Spanish people in horror flicks, you know, we're usually the chef. One of the first two people to die. In the <laughs> you don't get that shit. We don't get that respect, bro. Not at all. Now, I actually can't remember... <laughs> Is movie. there a mainstream horror movie 
where someone Hispanic lived close to the end, if not the whole movie? No. And in in the in one of the Exorcist flicks, we were the carrier to bring the devil across the fucking border. I don't know why. Um, I mean, the black dude lived in Event Horizon, but I couldn't tell you Hispanic oh, dude. I don't that's know about a scary that. Fucking flick. Wait, a no. black dude lived in a horror movie? Yeah, horror dude. Movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, just your face is so funny in that. It took you a second. Event Horizon is one of the scariest movies you yes. could ever see. I yes. promise you. Didn't even, know, didn't even know that was a thing. Psychological <laughs> horror. Yeah, that's a scary movie. movie. Creepy movie. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. I hope somebody. Um, you know, what did any Spanish person survive in a in a, in a flick? Really? I got to no. think of one where there is a Spanish person in it first. And that's you know like, what I'm saying? And that's hard. Got? That is like, okay. And, and it has to be mainstream. That's the even, even, even right. harder. Okay, so, so you can the stay like, thing we got <laughs> is Jay Hernandez in Hostel, but he died in the first five seconds of True. Hostel number two. There you go. You yeah. know, he died in the first, he died in quarantine. Um, What, what else? Well, we got. I don't know. I'm thinking when it comes to horror movies, they use the same Hispanic dude that they use in those uh, gangster movies. The yes. boss dude. He's yes. in like literally every like whenever a director is like, I need someone Hispanic, and they're like, well, yeah. what size? It's like kind of you know kind of big dude. They're like, got yeah. it. Don't even worry about it. I, I need a cholo. I, I need that it. specific. Yeah. Cholo. We got it. We got we got one speed dial. But mean, apparently we're losing that too because Shia LaBeouf was a cholo. In, in, uh, sure. He was a white cholo. Wait, yeah. time out. Hold on, JD. Let me say this. I saw that movie. wasn't as bad as people said. It was. It was pretty enjoyable. I liked it. It could have been better. This. I will say this. David Ayer's explanation as to why Shia was like that was even more offensive than if he had said nothing. And I just went into that movie and said, oh, "What that was his explanation?" Again? Yeah, I never heard it. What is this? it? Was, it was he was saying he was raised in the culture, so it wasn't like he was like he had just moved there and was yeah. trying to like be one of the guys. He was he was his own man, but he was raised around it. So you know, you kind of get the uh, the uh, the right. influence of, of of everything. Yeah. Uh, you know that tied into Training Day, right? It, it was really? tied into Training Day. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, the gang that helped Ethan Hawke in a in the bathtub. Yeah. You know, head uh, head first. Yeah, that was, That's a great that scene. was one of the two gangs in in this flick. And by the way, the well, Hispanic dude that I'm talking about was one of the guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, not to go because this is like a horror movie podcast or anything, but I remember when that movie with Charlotte Buff was coming out. Dom and I did a podcast, and Dom, uh you know, kind of defended that explanation and I kind of agreed and to a degree, you know, just because people who live and grow up in different neighborhoods, you know, if you grow up in a neighborhood full of like a primary demographic, like I'll give you an opposite explanation. I knew someone who was Puerto Rican, but grew up in a neighborhood full of Italians, acted very Italian, you know, grew up with the food, grew up with the culture, um, even though he was Puerto Rican. So it's like, I think that that does happen to a degree. Now, again, I didn't see the movie, so I can't explain whether or not his uh, portrayal was offensive or whatnot. But, you know, I'm just explaining that. It does happen to you, but the problem is we always say we need representation. 
black people, we right. know we've been fighting for it. Hispanic people are like, bitch, we don't even get like a drop of it. Like, no, you know, you're you get, playing you get, like. You get, you get Al Pacino to pay Spanish guy two times. Oh, right. oh exactly. well, yeah. That was... Exactly. So Tia, what I'm saying is to his, to his defining of why it was okay, the yeah. only thing that's offensive about it is 99.9% of that movie is Hispanic. And you right. choose to make the 1% white when you could have just made the whole thing Hispanic. That's why it's right. offensive. It's like, why can't we just have an all Hispanic movie? What's wrong with that? That's what well, I'm I mean, being offensive. Um, the like, I think that people need to move into spaces that they have not been in before. Like, um, there's this Netflix show that just came out called Who, Who Killed Sarah, mm-hmm. and it's a really great thriller. It's 100% in Spanish it takes place in Mexico and okay, I actually it was 100% in Spanish oh, and wow. I got the opportunity to interview the two main leads and you know the main actor said he was like this is the type of story that Hispanic people don't typically get to say it's like we're always the drug cartels right you're not you know hey let's do a murder mystery you know where it's a thriller and everything and it's like it's a great show by the way you should definitely check it out and yeah joel it's it's 100 in spanish um and they're all phenomenal and already got greenlit for a second season that's coming out in like two months so it's really good but you know we need us like jd pointing out that there's probably no hispanic people in horror movies it's like really yeah. crazy people need but to start branching are, into these spaces but we can't think of any in the main right. you know well, to me, JD, commercial you only, you only can't think of them because there's so few far in between right. um you know i can't think of any i can't think I mean, of any look, you know so i mean when we get horror stuff till till jordan peele when we get horror stuff it requires you to go to the hood um, like it's right. not just like <laughs> it's not so just like you know you moved in a regular neighborhood that just you know yeah. happened to be the hood was kind of creepy though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And, and what's even more offensive is they even name it that. Like they'll name it Leprechaun goes to the hood. You yeah. know, it's not just like you know what I'm saying. It's like all right, well, I can kind of see where this is going. Juan, <laughs> did you listen to the main Damies, uh podcast of, of Leprechaun? Hell no. <laughs> I will take no dishes. It was hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I love you, Dan, because I know you watch this. I love you so much and I support your show. Make sure you guys check it out. They call this a movie. But I will take no slander on the Leprechaun movies. They're my favorites. I love them. Pete, you're muted. You're muted. (laughs) (laughs) That face was hilarious. Like, damn it, defeated. (laughs) (laughs) That's Cecilia. See? You invoke Cecilia. Cecilia, when I come over, I love you. But I'm still gonna sit next to Ramon just in case to cover my ass. Not for nothing, hood horror movies are some of the best around. And if any of you out there have not yet seen Hood of the Living Dead, I highly encourage you. That's a movie. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) It's so good. There are so many like side note zombie movies. Like I I you know what? I'm just going to let you guys know, and I'm probably going to get in trouble again for saying this, but here we go. Um, Special Dead and Retard Dead are, you can guess the premise of these movies. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, no. oh yeah. Oh. I'm, just, I'm, I'm picturing right now, hashtag cancel, figure it out. <laughs> 
I'm just imagining. It's all me. It's not them. I I don't preface Wait, any of this retard beforehand. Dead. Can I say? Can what I say year this was really, that? Really quickly. Um, this is so, and I'm not going to say the word just because my personal beliefs in it. But I got, I, I, I got a, a rice cooker recently, right? And it came from uh, China, and I'm looking at the instructions, uh -oh. and it and it says like, do not let children or people of mental you know like uh -huh. operate this thing and i was wow. like what the hell you're like wow. no one says that anymore you, you, you gotta hell, love China? those uh non-us warning labels there you, go. <laughs> you gotta read them carefully for sure it, not um, up to date. it's a zombie infestation at a special needs camp oh my god both scenarios oh my god it's so offensively oh, horrendously no. fantastic jd uh, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just putting this all together. Yeah. While you're talking about it, I, I'm thinking about Vampires versus the Bronx, and and that's a shitty flick on Netflix. Um, yeah, and and because <laughs> I'm thinking about the hood. So you know? wonderful! It's so um, good. But then, I like, I can't no, don't camp. watch it sober. Don't don't do that to yourself. Okay. <laughs> you will need to it. imbibe a <laughs> lot of different substances to be able to get through this, but it's worth it. Okay. I do want to highlight a movie. I'm going to hell, and I know that. And I'm going to have fun. I'll put in a good word for anyone out there to make a request. <laughs> I do want to point out a movie that gets a lot of flack, but I thought it was really good. Uh, the Crazies with Timothy. I liked I it. I liked it yep. so, so It was a remake. You know it was a remake. Yeah. I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. It was a remake. Um, was the remake good? I mean, was the original good? Uh, no, it was, you know, 1970s. I don't know if it was Russ Craven or Roger Corman, but um, if it was Roger Corman, you know, the style that we're talking about. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, but it had it had a little bit more I, intelligence, um, you know, behind it, I, I guess. A lot more thought put into it. I, I did like the crazies. The crazies, um, crazies was, was a good horror film. Yeah. And it another was. one I want to point out, 30 Days of Night. Loved, oh, it, loved it, loved it. Yes, swear yep. by that mm -hmm. movie again. Another movie my dad took me to that I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There's like normal movies that other fathers and sons watch that we can yeah. maybe. I've got the, uh, <laughs> maybe... I've got the, the hardcover original of that. I, that's great. I have a really stupid nerd question that I have to ask not only the panel, but everybody out there in Figure It Out land and Geek Vibes Nation uh, fandom land. Is there any of you that can actively watch a Timothy Oliphant movie without just either turning, just speaking to yourself or turning to your friend if you're watching them? Watching a movie with them. Uh, yeah. Look, Mr. Frodo, an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now, from now on, I will. You will never you be able to do it again. 
I've never once thought of that, but from now on, I would. I like them, man. I do like them. My favorite series was Justified. He just fucking ruined it for me. (laughs) I love Justified. I'm part of the 1% that enjoyed Hitman, so now I got to go watch that. I'm with you. (laughs) I liked it, too. (laughs) Wait, Pete, did I ever tell you really quickly, and we're going to get back to horror. Did I ever tell you I spoke with the uh, executive producer from that movie, right? Really? So, like, I get him on, and I'm, like, just praising the movie. And to him, he's probably just like, oh, he's just like, you know, he's just being extra. Fanboy. Right. But I'm like, no, I really love the movie. Uh, Joel knows I love the game. So I'm like, I really enjoyed that movie. So he's just like, yeah, I hated it. And I'm just, (laughs) I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, I hated it. So then I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm figuring he's just joking. Only for Timothy to come out in an interview like three months later, like, I only did that movie because I needed the money. It's just like, what is happening here? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Hitman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the movie oh, Hitman. I thought you yeah. meant Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, 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 uh. no, 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 the, the movie Hitman. So to hear that from both of them, I was just like, oh, you're breaking my heart. I love this movie so much. <laughs> like, um, but anyway, I want to get back into it. Um, I want to kind of do some rapid fires here because I want us to have some fun with this. JD, I want to start off with you. What is, or who is rather, one Fish. of those one, one of those Sorry, you're rapid fire. First thing one of those horror movies. Movie, if you were on a game show, you'd be on fire right now. You're awesome. <laughs> That's great. Um, but one of the horror movie directors that stands out to you the most? Oh, uh, Wes Craven. Wes Craven? Yeah. Do, so do you consider him pretty much just like the godfather of it all? Uh he's on the route on the Mount Rushmore, definitely. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, you know, I mean, how many, how many franchises uh, did he build? Um, you know, how far did his his uh, career span? Um, not just, you know, the horror, the music. You know, he did stuff like even uh, Escape from New York was Russ Craven. You know what I mean? So and that's not a horror flick, but it has that 1970s aesthetic that I talked about where, you know, the cinematography alone brings it to another level, you know, that just makes it creepy. Like Warriors felt creepy, even though it wasn't a, a horror flick. Right. It had that feel to it, you know? And then, I don't know if it's like, you know, in the 70s because of all the drugs that they were doing, but it was like shit that didn't logically fit in the fucking scene was in there to, to creep you out, you know? Like, yeah. honestly, the baseball furies are fucking creepy, but who would have thought of a face-painted gang that fucking wears baseball uniforms? You don't know, but that's what they could have afforded, you know? In their budget, they needed something different. And it just, it fucking, it's creepy. And I know that's not what's craving, but, um, you know. No, you I mean, that. you're making a really good point. I you know, mean, I always, the- I always go back to JD. I believe it was Johnny Depp. That scene of him on the bed with like all oh, the blood just go. It's just like visually, it's out of, obviously, if you watch it now, it's kind of, it's kind of a little wonky, but from, when that first came out all the way to like, obviously when technology just got immensely better, you look at that and you're like, no matter what era you watch that in, it's visually pleasing. I still it's love really, it. I'm sorry. Really well the, 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 the other kid, uh, uh, Johnny Depp's uh, friend, he was Spanish. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. No, but I mean, to me, like you said, what Wes Craven did, kind of set in motion what almost everybody did with horror going forward yeah um you know there's a lot of people that have horror movies that are nothing like what Wes Craven did that even say Wes Craven was an, an influence on what they were doing um Shit, you reinvigorated the franchise with Scream 
Part, you know, Sasha Fritz were dead. Yes, he did. Yeah. They were dead, man. And I tell you what, man, kids today will never understand how annoying answering phone calls were back then. <laughs> where it's like you don't have a caller ID, so you could answer and your friends just, ah, it's just like, all right, dude, hang up. Yeah. You know, or like, I know what you did last summer. It's like, all right, this is annoying, you know? And it's like, you got to answer because that one call that you ignore, your mom gets home and is like, I called you four times to tell you to take the turkey out and you didn't answer. It's like, God damn it. That's why, that's why you screen your calls. You let them go to the voicemail first. And if it's someone you like, then you pick up. Somebody had the money growing up to afford it. Right? Right? You probably had to just guess with phone calls. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't like that. You kind of go, Hello? <laughs> Um, but no, Scream was freaking amazing. I mean, Scream was so good, it gave Marlon and Sean Waynes an avenue to do something even better than what Scream <laughs> was, which was the uh, the scary, the first two scary movies. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I love not, those first two. I do not the like short, the, the second half of the Waynes family. Hmm, only, Keenan, not, only Keenan and Damon, and even Damon Jr. exist in my eyes. Damon is no cool. one else. I'm sorry. Well, I'm gonna tell you right oh, now. Damon bad. is Damon to me. Um, a lot of people don't give him credit for it because they don't even know it exists. His stand-up bar none. Some it's amazing. Them. What do you mean doesn't know exist? No, I'm, I'm talking about when you ask people about their favorite comedians, his name never comes up. Oh no, um, he was amazing. His dude. he was amazing. But I'm gonna tell you this right now. I will not take the Wayne's Brothers show out of my Rolodex. I will not <laughs> take white chicks out of my Rolodex. And I will take the first two scary movies out of my Rolodex. Eject, really eject, quick. eject. Nah, I can't but, do that to Sean and Marlon. Go yeah, ahead. No, Tia, I'm sorry, but those two last Wayans brothers, right? They're like the other two guys from U2. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, not even close. Oh. Not even, not even close. Not if it wasn't for Keenan Ivory, who mm. was out there with Robert Townsend mm. and Damon, towing Damon along, mm -hmm. None of the Wayans would have. Ever no one, been no that. one argues that. No one argues yeah. that. But they were able to take and make a lane of their own that was completely separate than their than their brothers, and they made yeah. a name for themselves. And to me, because their brother, their brother found them to be cheap actors to pay for. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> I was only going to say that. Um, this is so stupid, like a side thing, but. I have a friend who lives over in England, and when I was 18, she came over to visit, and the first thing she wanted to do was, can we watch White Chicks? So it's like, huh? that's how hilarious that freaking movie is, that someone from the UK is like, what's the first thing you want to do while you're in America now? Watch White Chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, it, it's, 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 a, it's a true treasure. Um, but no. Um, <laughs> Joel, I want to go to you next. Uh, what's a horror movie director that that uh, that jumps out to you as one of your favorites? Oh, I think uh, I'll probably stick to the modern day because I appreciate those a little bit more, even though I could say um, like a Wes Craven or John Carpenter. Uh, but I, I think James Wan is the, like one of the modern day horror directors that I really look up to because I really think Conjuring is one of the more scariest movies I've seen in modern day, like as a kid, I was scared of everything. It didn't take much to scare me as a child, but uh, as an adult, it, it takes a lot more to scare me. And that the Conjuring did it, 
Uh, and he does a great and look, he even did made, made fucking parts of Aquaman creepy. So it's like, yeah, yeah, he got it. <laughs> that guy's good, bro. So yeah, uh, Joe, oh, yeah you like good shit. Good I mean, rides. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna piggyback, Joel. That's my that was gonna be my pick. Um, I remember seeing Saw in theaters, the first one, and I remember everyone kind of going like, "Oh my god, it's just like you know, it's just you know, gore porn. Like this is the worst." And I remember not a fucking word was said when the end of that movie came on and everyone's looking at that old dude, just like, what the, mm. fu- what the, yeah. fu- it was what? Like no one knew what they had just seen. Yeah. Like, like that's what people wish like they could rewind to see like if they had missed something. Cause everyone mentally was just like, did they show something that I missed? Like what mm-hmm. he was there the whole time he was dead. So mm-hmm. to me, it's just like for James Wan to take something and for us to just go, oh, my God, this is just exploding mouths and whatever the hell. And really take it and take horror, a new age of horror, and twist it into, like, this thriller that has an actual story to it. I loved it. I, I really did. In the Conjuring movies, I like to watch on mute. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I love what he did. And with his spinoffs, they're not the spinoffs to where it's like, all right, you're doing too much. And yeah. The spinoff's he, really good also. He created a universe. The con- no, we got Shazam because of James <laughs> James Wan. If not for uh, the spinoff, for the director that did uh, that spinoff, he wouldn't have been available to do Shazam. Um, so it's lights like, I like Lights Go ahead, what'd you say? I said Lights Out was good. I like Lights Out. That was what they were saying. Lights Out. What was Lights Out? That was the one that they, they made a movie off of that small skit. Where they turn off the light and then the girl's in the background and she gets closer. Yeah. No. Yeah. Remember? And then they made a whole movie about it. The guy that directed Shazam directed that before he directed Shazam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and people love that. They, they I liked it. I thought it was, really I thought it was actually good. really creepy. It was good. Um, you should look at it. Watch the trailer. It'll creep you out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like okay. Like James Wan. Um, but yeah, James Wan. To me, I'm I'm going James Wan only because I do believe saw kind of reinvented a wheel that kind of was getting a little stale like my dad always tells me that kind of stuff existed well before saw but to me i always tell him in my opinion it wasn't anywhere near as good as what saw was um but to me if i had to pick a guy that's just like my top uh like the the front face on my mount rushmore it would have to go to um what's his name he directed uh spider-man the first spider-man sam raimi sam raimi that's who it would go to. Sam okay. Raimi. Well, dead. Sam Raimi. When I tell you, Sam Raimi had this really awesome way of blending horror and, and comedy um, yeah. that I just loved. That was just like such a natural blend. Like it wasn't overly comical yeah. to where it, it took away from the, the horror. Like it just, it really fit. I don't know. And Army I of Darkness was more comedy than horror. Well, so so was Evil Dead too. Evil Dead you know, One I'm really saying, tried to be a horror movie. I'm just yeah, the first to one me, was more horror. To where it affected it, to where it was mm-hmm. just like it's just so you know what I'm saying absurd that like right. I can't take it. To, Did uh, he direct I, the Wishmaster or no? Because I know his brother was in it, and his brother's brother usually was in the it. movies that he does. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. Tell you in a second. But even I'll say, um, even their take on the Robert Kurtzman directed Wishmaster. Okay. Even the newer Wait, take. Empire even. Strikes Back, Robert Kurtzman? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he literally became an emoji right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know a lot of directors. Like for, for that question, I had to look up a lot of movies 
just to be able to an- to answer this. So like, uh, I'm not I'm yeah. not good at that sort of thing. There's like, yeah, but there's like a handful that you can really. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I confused some John Carpenter flicks with Russ Craven. I don't know people who are watching this. Uh, yeah, like, you, you this can go back and forth. But they, right, they're back and forth to me. So I guess I, two of the I heads confused the Wes Craven Wars. with Clive Barker a lot. Like I, for, for a while, I thought <laughs> Wes Craven directed Hellraiser. And I was like, nope, I'm yeah, wrong. No, I'm no, yeah. wrong. Yeah, And I will say with, with those two directors that, that you mentioned, JD, what they can fall back on is forget their movies. The songs are iconic. The Freddy Krueger theme is iconic. And that Halloween theme is like, pos- mm-hmm. it's like, it's. Oh, hell yeah. In, yeah. Any, in any era, that song slaps. Like in any era, like 30 years from now, kids will invent some stupid dance on the internet to go with that that theme song. It's just so good. It's just so good. Well, what's There's actually a, a musician. I was going to really? say, there is like a techno song with the Halloween theme song. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I've never understood how he's able to kill people with that shit playing. I, I just, <laughs> that's what I'm Like that's where, that's where it, it, I would stop in my tracks and go, ah, oh, shit, I'll kill you later. I gotta, <laughs> we gotta break down. <laughs> like, I need a quick dance break. Um, but no, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the guys you named, JD, amazing. Uh, yeah. Tia, I'll go to you. Uh, what's what's a director that stands out to you for from the horror movies? I mean, I hate to be like typical here, but Wes Craven. Um, yes. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get you know if we're getting to it, but like favorite movie uh, horror movie franchise is the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, okay. and Wes Craven gave that to us. So I okay. love the Freddy Krueger movies. Um, I loved Red Eye. That was actually I believe it was either that or Batman Begins. One of them was my first uh, movie that I saw Killian Murphy in. And that's when I was like, this guy, I like him and I want to see him in more. Um, And that whole like suspense thing with that he was able to do with Red Eye was just so good. So it's like, if I'm thinking a horror movie director, it's like, yeah, James Wan is great. Jordan Peele, um, even John Krasinski. I love Quiet Place. Um, so it's like was that there a horror are... though? Yeah. It, it's again, again, I think it was again, like it was thriller. Yeah. Again, it was like it was billed as a horror. So it's like <laughs> not necessarily, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying, like I know that there's a lot of directors out there that deserve credit, but I'm just gonna say Wes Craven. Your favorite? Yeah, it's your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No. Have a solid choice. I mean, to me, I never, I never subscribe to. If you like something that's that's modernized, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just they're so good, it's modernized. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how good they are. So to me, it's like, I if if it wasn't on the list <laughs> from somebody's mouth, that yeah. would have been a true problem. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to look here. Hold on, um, trying to see what they classify it as. Yeah, about a quiet place. Yeah. It's horror, right? Yeah, it's, horror. it's a monster really? movie. Yeah. Yeah. Large. It's a monster okay. movie. Okay. It is. Unfortunately, uh, Pete, for some strange reason, they don't classify monster movies as just monster movies. To them, they're kind of just like, it's a branch on the tree of horror. <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. eh, it's oh, wow. monsters are pretty scary. Semantics. Yeah. But you, know, you know what it is, Pete? You know the, the word that bridges horror and thriller? Suspense. Yeah. And that's go. where they get confused. 
Because when you watch A Quiet Place, all that movie is is jump scares it, and suspense. Yeah, right. hell yeah. But that's jump scares done right, in my opinion. No, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed I that agree. movie. I agree. That movie's great. I agree. Um, I, I but I just said I, I'm curious to see because John Krasinski doing a horror movie like that and it being good. We haven't seen the second one, obviously. To me, I I have to see what his next project is mm-hmm. outside of this. Early for Right. Same thing with Jordan Peele. I remember saying, "Get Out, great, great psychological thriller. Um, not really horror, but they classified it. I got to see uh-huh. what you do next. And for us to be his follow up, it let Ooh. me know." He could do it. This this yeah. is the world we're living in now. Us so, was a solid horror flick. Bro. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, do you know that that... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tia. Uh, I was going to say, do you know that apparently was um, inspired by the fact of, like, mole people or something like that? I forget what, what he had said. But really? He said, he said it's a mix of that, and it's also a huge racial, um, a racial uh, meaning behind it also. Uh, of the yeah. forgotten ones, the idea of the forgotten people. Gotcha. Um, you know, the, the right. higher class forgetting about the people that are, so that are below. It's them. like Enos and Morlocks kind of thing? Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah somewhat to that. Um, yeah, that? that's right. I oh. know stuff. I'm edumacated. <laughs> yeah. I was even going to say Jordan Peele found a way to, like, I got five on it scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I love that song. What got me hooked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, because what people don't understand is the way they chopped in and and like put together that to make it really horrifying to hear is not easy to do. It's why no one can just randomly do it to anything. So when I when I first heard that, it was just like, wait, no, no, don't do that. I'll never be able to hear the original version the same. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, Jordan Peele, his mind is just. But it goes again, Joel. What do I always say? The best minds to do stuff like that and character acting, comedians. comedians. Those oh, the are the comedians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes any comedian you ask that's really good at their job will tell mm-hmm. you it takes a lot up here uh, or a lack of stuff up here to be able to do what they do on a given yep. night. So they're the that's why Chris people. Rock would have made a great Joker in Batman. Anyways, oh, um, I don't. Well, I tell, you what, I tell you what, JD. Viral. His chance at that is in this new Saw movie. This is his chance. This is us to see a serious oh, Chris Rock. Well, yeah. I saw when I saw the tri- when they like announced that project. What was it a year or so ago? Yeah, and people kind and people kind of like scoffed at it, like Chris Rock. And the conversation we always had, what you just said about comedians being the best friend. I'm like, oh my god, give him a chance. This is going to probably be awesome. And the trailer looks really good for it. I'm like, if this oh, is the space that he wants to go into now, then allow him to i mean not for nothing go ahead ahead, joan no 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 you go first i was just gonna say the biggest thing i said to people that scoffed at it was you must not have seen saw 3d because if you think this can be worse than that then you You know just on the subject of comedians in horror movies forget jim carrey in the number 23 that disappointed the shit out of me but (laughs) robin williams in one hour photo was creepy as all hell Robin Williams was very good in his series roles. If you ever yeah. saw his Law and Order SVU episode, yo, um, that was that was on par with the Martin Short episode. Like, yeah, yo, like yeah. I, that was not supposed to be that creepy. No, no not at all. But he he did that. Sorry, yeah, Law and Order. Does he have an? He does. Does he have an Oscar? Does anyone know Robin Williams? 
I'm sure he does. Has has to. If he doesn't, if he were still alive, he would easily have one in his sleep. In his sleep. Well, I mean, if you guys ever saw the movie Awakenings with him and Robert De Niro, he gave such a great performance. It's like one of those things where it's like, yes, Robin Williams was very, very funny, but when he Mm -hmm. did his serious roles, he just killed it. Oh, what was the movie where he went through hell? Um, he has one. Uh, one. Okay. Goodwill one. Hunting, uh-huh. supporting actor. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. No, what would the movie that Robin Williams went? Uh, where he died to, to go to hell to get his. Oh, wife. yo, that um, yeah. yo, that was dope. Uh with Cuba Gooding Jr. and everything. Oh, yes, that it was his son. Um, that his, <laughs> his kids died also in it. No, no that his wife was it. in a car crash. Yeah, and everything was like the died. painting. Yo, that shit was dope. What the yes. frick was the name of that movie? Damn, yo. I'm walking on the clouds? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Look on this Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah or something looks familiar. By uh, the way, while you look while you look for that, I just want to state Robert De Niro. What dreams may come. What dreams may come. Amazing fucking movie. Good. I do want to point movie. out though that uh Robert De Niro was in a pretty good horror movie that many people don't talk about. The one that he did with uh Zach Efron that was classified <laughs> as a comedy. Oh, yeah. oh God! Can I tell hey, you, Grandpa? You <laughs> my parents, for some reason, watched that, and my mom instantly was like, "Oh, so disgusting!" You see, Robin De Niro's dick. She was like texting Ooh. me that, and I was like, "Well, I don't need to hear this right now." Yeah, uh, I yeah, so that's, that's forgot weird. about that, and you reminded Ooh. me makes that even more of a horror movie. If I strange. can go back to, to Robin Williams, absolutely. Uh, for a second, Rob Williams graduated Juilliard in that first class with Rob Williams, Christopher Reeves, and uh, mm-hmm. the guy who did the voice of Batman for so many years. Kevin um, Conroy? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, yep. The man. Picture, wait, could you picture graduating the top of your class and then going <laughs> home and going, hey, I decided I want to voice this Batman guy. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I think I want to do this. It's like, no, he did. did. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's that's part of acting. And I mean, that goes yeah. along with Juilliard and What's everything. Yeah. No, I, was a soap I, I respect guy. it. I respect it because I look at Mark Hamill and I go, Mark Hamill has been doing voiceovers way longer than he's been doing anything live action. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I would say, argue that his best work is his voiceovers. What? I yeah. will never say that over Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he was he was in the thing oh, cartoon. Right. Um, but no, I mean no. He his work is Joker. His work is uh, I didn't even know he was Skips on the regular show. Uh, the Brolic Monkey, the voice of that. Like I love regular show. So much stuff that you go. Wait, that was Mark Hamill, and it's like yeah, yeah man, it was Mark Hamill. He's just like, where did he come from? Well, he decided. He's the man. No more money in live action. It was all in the animation. So Always. Oh, that's what kept paying the bills. He was so in the first the that, a live action Diver movie as like a supporting Yes. Animal. Wow. Yeah. Good reference. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> reference, but good reference. <laughs> <laughs> Since you brought it, we're on the Joker for a second. Um, and, and wrote the Chris Rock and stuff like that. I want to bring this back to Tia with American Gods. If you okay. watch Crispin Glover in any scene he was in when he had his hat off, did he not look like the Joker? I, I had said once I started watching American Dogs where I was like, he would have made a fantastic Joker. He is the type of person not only visually looks like he could be it, but could pull off that 
absolute eeriness where he just eats, yeah, yeah, eats the scene. I don't know if you watched the third season of American yep. Gods, but yep. okay. The scene where he's like looking at technical boy who has like the head grabber on him and yep. he's kind of like giving this like smile. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure no, you're no, a lovely no. man in real I'm life, really, but you scared the when, fuck out of me. <laughs> when he went into the artifact uh, room yeah. and he's coming out the elevator, that look was just, that was pure joking. Yeah. He's got the just snout huge. for it. He's got the chin for it. Yeah. He's got the cheeks for it. He's like a live ass drawing. I yep. thought he was perfect when he was snatching women's hair out and sniffing it in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a guy that could be a clown. <laughs> it's unfortunate that Hollywood probably never looked at him for that type of role, but yeah. we are sitting there going, he would have made an amazing I don't even Joker. know, if, if I'm being honest with you, first of all, Charlie's Angel drastically changed the three of their careers for the worse, but I don't even think he really had that many speaking roles in <laughs> It was just sniffing and then screaming. I no, don't, he didn't really talk a lot. That was probably yeah. a choice. I'm a casting director. I'm kind of looking at that and going, I don't have much to go off of here. <laughs> like, I, I really like Charlie's Angels. I kind of liked it too. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit there and say, I love how cheesy it is. <laughs> I don't think it was bad. I just, I could see why a casting director would see that out of those three women and just go. I don't really know if I have anything good for them going. We do. Okay. We mean the original, not not the not the new horrendousness, right? I'm talking oh, about no, the no, Drew. Yeah. I'm talking about the Drew, Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Yeah. Right, right, right. I I think it was so. I rewatched it and I'm like, it's so fucking cheesy, but I love it so much of how dumb it is. <laughs> the Chad no, I mean, is great. The Chad <laughs> is great. <laughs> that's the only part of the movie i remember honestly guys like just the whole thing like that and again like such a you know that that's the error that i like grew mm. up in so seeing yeah. them like in the neon the jellies and the this that and i'm like oh jesus christ Wait, that was like my high school <laughs> charlie's angels has one of the best the best villain reveals from the 2000s and seeing with the, the sam, sam rockwell, rockwell turn with Marvin Gaye playing in the background. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's another actor that can chew the scenery like nobody's yeah. business. Hell yeah. Sam Rockwell. I remember that scene, but I was thinking, did I enjoy that more than when that dude danced to Mary J. Blige and Undercover Brother? I don't know if I did. <laughs> I don't know if I did. No, because that was good. Hilarious. That was not Corky Romano, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. See, I that's the thing. That's the thing. Sam Rockwell played it like he was aloof right. and he just fucking won the booby prize. He got away with it. So he's got the, you know, the bathrobe on, smoking his fucking cigarette, jamming out to fucking Marvin Gaye. La, 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 la. I mean, it was fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, I'm, with you on that. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you, you. You were dancing in your living room, weren't you, Jay? You can tell Fuck us. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. If I could be an actor, I want to be Sam Rockwell. I don't yes. disagree with that. I want to be Sam Rockwell, Rockwell just for him and Jojo Rabbit. The one scene where he finally oh, had, yes. when he finally got his costume and he kind of like looks, he's like, yes. yeah, I got it. So he and, he and Alfie were brothers. I mean, brothers, lovers, right? Yes, 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 they were. Okay. It, it so was obvious like yeah, okay. that they were going in that direction, that they were like lovers together. I yeah. Say, I will say before we get before we get back on um on, on the horror movie side, <laughs> Sorry. I will say really quickly, um 
Undercover Brother is why I never ate the Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> Anyone that knows that movie that's knows and understands one. that reference. <laughs> I, I don't understand so the reference. Okay, so really quickly, Billy too, in D, Undercover baby. Brother. Um, <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is legit the plot. This isn't even me trying to like be like controversial. The white man legit put like mind control uh, like serum or whatever in fried chicken. Uh, oh. Black people were eating it by the bundle and it was like driving them crazy and whatnot. And I just remember when the Popeye sandwich came out, it was on the news that people were killing other people. Someone literally got Popeye stabbed to death. For I remember it. turning to my dad and going, this is, this is the movie. And he's like, what movie? I'm like, Undercover Brother, this is it. Yeah. We got to go get hot sauce in our watches, Dad. <laughs> like, That's funny. When That's funny. They should, they should, I was going to say, they should have made a movie about the whole Popeye's chicken sandwich thing because that really was like yeah, no, they an already insane did. moment. They in, yeah. yeah, apparently they, they already, already did. did. Yeah, it was, it was a prophecy fulfilled. That's all it was. That's because the well, Illuminati was looking at that shit like, that's a good idea. We can like, get rid of a dude, lot of them that way. That's what the plot of Hunters was. Did you see Hunters on Amazon? No. Yes. Oh, yes, with, yes, yeah, with, yes, um, Al Pacino. Bro, the Nazis, when they came here to the States in Operation Paperclip, right? Mm -hmm. They were still Nazis, right? They were still the Hail Hydra. Yeah. And the whole plan was to develop corn syrup to give us fucking diabetes, bro. Yeah. Well, they succeeded. Yeah. They did. I was oh, like, by the bundle. <laughs> and the, Quick, and the uh... blackout from the 70s in New York is how they did their best to so, try to stop it. Jay, don't don't get me started on things like this because I don't want this video being demonetized because <laughs> I can very easily go from this to like a, a certain GMO super corp company to the – just don't even get me started, please. You know, so, like, Let's reserve this for another show. Pete, don't worry. We're going to have a conspiracy theory. Uh, please, please. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I love my conspiracy theories. Thank so, you. Uh, we'll go down a rabbit hole on that. Please, so quick little, <laughs> so quick little uh, fun fact before you, since you guys seem to like those sort of things, before Jawan moves on to back to horror. Uh, did you know apparently, um, not Frosted Flakes, what, what's the other one that's very special K uh, cereal was made so that the youth would eat it and not have such sexual uh, drives anymore. It was invented back in like the 1940s so to, to temper teenagers' sex it drive. It was Kellogg's. So, I hadn't heard that brand, one, I and actually. I'm gonna look that shit up. Well, I to me, <laughs> wait. So, Tia, you're saying it's supposed to stop the the drive? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it's it's so they're like it's so boring when you eat it in the morning that I know you're, why you're it would not. stop you. Anyone who eats that is like 90 or, or up. Like no one, no, no. one young eats that. <laughs> Mind you, listen. Here's another tie-in. Dr. Marston, the guy who created Wonder Woman was part of the Kellogg community. No shit. Mm. Mm. I mean, that dude was getting laid left and right. So let, let's I know, see. I so mean, let's just weird. be straight here. It's no, weird. you know what because it was? He was eliminating competition. He was like, oh, there you go. get out here. <laughs> Everybody yeah. else's drive has to go down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Pete, to round this out, uh, your horror movie director. I mean, the rest of the panel has thrown out all of, all of the favorites all of the mount rushmore guys clive barker 
Wes Craven, George Romero, all of these cats, and I absolutely love all of their movies. So I'm going to be the odd man out, and I just want to I want to give an honorable mention to a dude that I don't think uh, gets enough of play, and I don't think a lot of people uh, know enough about him. Lucio Fulci, an yes! Italian director. Yeah! I've heard this dude. Yo, this dude was doing yes. shit in like 1982 yes, that yes, they could barely pull off with CGI yes, now. This yes, guy sir. was amazing. He was insane. Yes, he had some of the scariest, creepiest yes, zombie movies, some of the bloodiest shit you could ever imagine that had no computers done. This was all special effects, all gelatins and things like that. And I'm going to draw your attention to one particular movie called Zombie, Z-O-M-B-I, which I'm assuming is Italian for zombie. Uh, yeah. you, you guys do the translation. But there is one particular scene that you know, I, I still can't watch without going, ah, where this girl is like looking, she's like in a closet somewhere. She's looking through a little crack in the door at the zombies walking around. And one of the zombies sees her and he punches through the door and grabs her by the collar and he starts pulling her slowly toward himself and there is a spigot state of a of a, like a wood chip that is just here and he is pulling her slowly mm -hmm. toward it i so, can't deal with stuff with the eyes <laughs> yo me neither like i have trouble putting contacts in that's why i wear glasses and yo you see every last bit of this thing going like and then and like it like goos out like as it oh my god it's just so fucking insane you but have to watch it i want to speak to that he's a madman is a master because yes. to me a lot of the times what makes gore cheap is like uh the one scene in I think it was saw three or saw four where that huge guillotine was slowly cutting the guy in half Sure. The reason why that's important, I know it's a lot of people that are like, who cares? But the reason why that's important is you have to show that it's never one clean chop. Right. It has to work its way through. Mm -hmm. But I want I want to give credit to James Gunn. If anyone saw the Suicide Squad trailer that, that just dropped, I want to give him props because if you slow-mo the scene where King Shark's ripping the dude's body in half, Ugh. you see the face of the right side looking at the rest of his body <laughs> ripped apart and you see like the entrails kind of like going to me that's important because if he had just ripped him in half and threw him it's like whatever it's right cheap. yeah but when you get to see what the inside of your body looks like through this guy's body it's like that's how you do it the right way so okay. what you were saying yep. about the the eye and stuff there's been plenty of things like hell and kill bill pow just took the eye right out that right. takes away from it you got to Mm, and like yank that so you know what i'm saying so it's like that's how you do gore properly she made this all look real like you were thoroughly convinced that this poor girl got her eye poked out by a giant splinter it's horrifying <laughs> it's yeah, one of the most cringeworthy scenes i would dare say in all of horror and Everybody out there in Geek Vibes Nation land, please, if you can think of a more cringeworthy horror scene, let us know. Like, I drop some please comments because I, I want to watch yeah. some shit. But um, man, uh, that sheet. suggestion, Cannibal Holocaust. Ca yeah. yeah. Cannibal um, Holocaust is insane. All right. Well, you know just, just the history behind it, considering that um, the directors, I believe, 
got in trouble for it because law enforcement oh. didn't believe that it was fake. Arrested they really him, admitted. Arrested him, had to show up to court with the actors to show, hey, they're alive. They're alive. (laughs) (laughs) So I always just thought that was such an interesting thing about a movie that you can accomplish that. It was the early 80s, so animals were harmed in the making. I did see that. that, That's hard to stomach. Makes me feel icky about that. Yeah, Um, me too. But I, I remember on Instagram, there's all sort of like, instagram groups of like harm fact that you didn't know or something and that was like one of the facts like mm-hmm. that it was so realistic looking that they literally got in legal trouble for it and it was one of the first found footage movies you know like yes. a lot of people say oh blair witch no 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 this was 25 years before blair witch ever thought of being you know even before blair witch because uh, for you jersey guys there was a found footage movie based on the jersey devil no shit. I don't know. Yeah, check it out, dude. I remember. Check it out. Hell no, I live here. <laughs> uh, it, it, pretty cool, man. I, I, I dug it. I really I've dug walked, it. I've walked through the Pine Barrens before. Hmm? What'd you say? Good reference. I, I said I've walked through the Pine Barrens before. <laughs> I, went, I went hiking there. You went hiking oh, yeah? there? Joel, yeah. And why? My friend is a hiker. He's a weirdo. He loves that shit. So I just want to let him. Which, by the way, no disrespect to anyone that loves to hike. We don't think you're weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh like I mean, you know, I that, that's like people no, who I'm run. Joking. Like, do y'all know you don't you have en- to? It's like you <laughs> enjoy that? That's what I ask. I mean, I ask anytime someone's lifting weights. You know you don't have to do that, right? Like, yeah. well, what, you what's are, the joke? Target. You don't have to be that buff. <laughs> what's the joke? Out. Like, uh, if you see me running, you should run too. Or something. <laughs> Something's probably oh, yeah. chasing me. Yeah, I tell you what, black people know that all too well. Never see one black person run and everybody go, hmm, what's he running for? It's like, Wait, no, that question's being asked. As we're running alongside, him. hey, why are we all running? And he's just like, we. It's like yeah, I see black people behind. Where did all come from? I don't know. We saw you. It's like I'm running to catch the cab. It's like, oh, <laughs> can't, can't take no chances. You know, just in case. Hey, you never know. Running, better safe than sorry. You're not running because of the guy chasing me. You're running because of me. Because. I will cut you so you fall behind me. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's that old joke? Knocking people down. You don't have to outrun. What I only it? have you to outrun you, not the bear. Because <laughs> if you think about it, the bear only needs one, and he's good. He's okay. good. Yeah. He needs the yeah. one. Yeah. Um, unless, I like unless, he I like know, unless he knows you were the one that poked him. <laughs> yeah. Yo, could you, wait, JD. Picture this visual. You're running. And you push your friend towards the bear, and the bear pushes him out the way, <laughs> and it is full speed towards you. You're like, oh my you god! Know you're that was, that was the bear you. in the revenant. That <laughs> was the bear in the revenant. Oh man, that bear was just like you're gonna die. Animals got memories, yo. Like they, they might just know it. Like they, that bear yep. just might be out for revenge, and not for food. You can't, you can't climb the tree. You can't go in the water. Oh, you gotta fight you know him. What? You gotta fight him. You know what? The best horror movie would be if animals just teamed up. Like, picture you climb up a tree and there's some animal already there that's like throwing there's like a leopard or something. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like you just see the bear look at him and just go, appreciate it. And yo, like, oh, God, uh, yo, you mean yo, the birds? <laughs> I think it was oh, Aftershock comics. 
Aftershock Comics had animosity that was basically like animals got sentience and just nice. started fucking destroying people because they figured out like we don't have to serve you anymore. Well, to me, I don't know why the big, the biggest horror film ever was that event on like the Discovery Channel of uh, where it went through all the years after humans were wiped out of existence uh -huh. and and I was like this is terrifying. I don't want to watch this and it was like a thousand 10,000 years and it's like everything's so prosperous and beautiful and it's like we're the horrible ones we're, we're, <laughs> we're the most terrifying thing would be like watching a documentary or like a movie like that about like dogs or cats and then like you look over and your dog and your cats are just like mm -hmm. yep <laughs> I feed you it's just like, like whoa whoa and okay. then like, mm -hmm, okay yeah. like all of a sudden they're both standing up and they're just like mm. not for nothing <laughs> Tia, I think you're okay. Dogs love you. The cats, however, the cats are plotting your demise. Yeah. You saw the scratch on my face? You can't really see it because I put makeup on it, but it is like red right now. And I'm like, great, I'm, I'm going to look like, uh, well, I guess I'll look like Jason Momoa my whole life. So I'm, I guess I'm okay with that. I mean, there is, there's very few better you could, <laughs> you could really go after than, than Jason Momoa. Um, but uh, all right, so I want to do our last two so I can get us out of here. Um, I want to do all right, this one I had a lot of fun with because I think me and Tia had the same one from the same movie. Um, oh, did we? I'm gonna start with you, Pete. Okay, best kill in a horror movie. Oh, wow, I said it at the beginning of the show, and I'm coming back to Jason X. It is. <laughs> widely considered one of the greatest kills in horror history and i fucking loved it the liquid nitrogen scene yeah he throws he just grabs this girl by the back of the head shoves her face into liquid nitrogen and it comes up she's frozen and like some sub-zero shit just boom blasts her face on the counter yep. just absolutely amazing I love science. That I, that move, <laughs> that scene was made for me, hundred percent. I want to give a quick runner-up, also to Jason. Uh, the, the sleeping bags. No, <laughs> not, yeah, that's not mine. the sleeping Don't bag. Actually, the, not the that sleeping awesome. bag. Something a bit more realistic, actually. From Jason Part Five, I forget. I think I think that was like the the New Dawn, New Age, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, this was when it wasn't Jason. It was the guy, the the kid got murdered and it was his father who was killing all of the people who bullied him. And, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, remember yes, this. yes. And he was, was the ambulance guy? Or the yeah, guy? yeah, he was the EMT guy, right. Yeah, and yeah. it was the, the scene in the, where the, the guy and the girl are having sex because that's what you do in a horror movie, who, by yeah. the way, her name was Voorhees, her legitimate fucking name was Voorhees that was awesome in and of itself uh and nice. with all due respect she, she was she was built quite well god bless her uh <laughs> Jason like shoved a, a pair of hedge clippers into her eye sockets and just closed that shit oh, that's my. number two number one goes to her boyfriend who he's seen her oh shit this girl's eyes just got gouged out and he like backs up in horror against a tree and he wraps the belt around his face and starts twisting it 
around oh, the tree. And I'm just like, and he just literally like crushes the eye sockets and his skull into like the tree because he's twisting the belt with like a piece of wood. That's like a winch. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that nice. is insane. It was one Oof. of the, you know what it was? It was a realistic kill in my eyes. Like you could hack anybody to death with a machete or an ax or what have you. That, that took some imagination. You uh-huh. use homeboy's belt against him. Good show, old man. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. I love those two. I'd say if I had to do two quickly, I'm going, obviously, the sleeping bag scene because it's just, it's one of the more creative ways to kill it. In any- <laughs> yeah. Um, in, wait, you about to ask something? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I thought JD was about to ask something. Oh. No, no, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Um, I love the sleeping bag from Jason. Loved it. All-time favorite. My second Wait, the one, original? I'm sorry, the original or the remake one? That was Space. It was Jason in Space, right? Oh, Jason X. Well, there was set. There was an original sleeping bag scene where it was only in the movies. It was one hit and done. Right. But yes. that was edited for the sake of the rated R rating, as opposed right. to like an NC-17 slash rated about, X. I'm talking about the other one where it was not just a one hit. There you go. <laughs> That's yeah. my one. That's what oh, that was an homage to the original, which was originally like ten hits or yes. some shit. Right, and they had to edit that out for the sake of the rating. Right, please right. continue. And didn't he throw one over the fire like a uh-huh. sausage? Yep, yep. In the sleeping bag, right? Okay, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and my second one goes to I. It's my favorite franchise, so I have to give it uh give it a nod. It's Saw two or three, where the lady was in this contraption. And it was either I'm gonna slowly rip your torso apart, or you have to put your hand in the acid to get the key. Yeah, so close to that key, ping, (laughs) and I was just like, "Wow, oh oh my god!" (laughs) Like I'm watching, I'm like, my eyes are burning itself. Like that's insane. Um, James Wan, it takes a very, very sick, very dark mind (laughs) to do half of the kills he did. In those first three movies. Ugh. <laughs> ah. But I, I give it to those two. The sleeping bag because it's just chef's kiss. And then <clears> the <throat> idea of like, all right, you can either lose your hand or like your entire life. And she just was like, it's too painful to reach for this key. And he was just like, don't worry, I got you. Whole body it is. <laughs> like, that was interesting. Um, Tia, I'm going to go to you. What two are you going with? Uh, so I'm going to piggyback with uh, what Pete said, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Jason X, I think the liquid nitrogen scene is the best <laughs> kill like that I've ever seen. Just like the way it's done, I didn't expect it at all. It's just, <laughs> I was like, wow, he really did that. So to me, I was like, that's a great kill. Um, for a second uh, kill, I don't know if this like necessarily counts. Um, but I just always liked it as a scene. Have you guys ever seen the ABCs of death? Love that flick. Yeah. Yes. So I forget what letter it is, but the one where the girl who is very heavy set and overweight, like literally started chopping off her own like body fat to achieve skittiness. Aww. And she's just standing there afterwards, like all bloody and everything. And like, at, like, fl- like, oh, I finally was skinny. And then she collapses and dies. And I was just like, as a heavier girl, 
there was something that was so like uh you know like seeing that it's sad but it's like also just a visual of her just like standing there all bloody and like holding her waist and everything like finally finally and then like collapsing i just visually i thought it was very like stark and i thought that that's what you kind of need in like a horror thing the abc's of death was fucking Uh petrifying to me i would I was drunk on Halloween with friends watching it, and I was terrified. Another sobered really you up. Cri- sorry, go ahead. It sobered you up. It definitely sobered me up. The funniest kill in that one is the fart one. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> in a movie full of like gross and hor- horrific deaths, it's like that to just throw that in there. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, you guys like, haven't seen it. <laughs> hanging out with some of my friends, that that's really, really realistic. <laughs> God, there, there were times in the basement where like it was cold out and we couldn't open the doors and we were all just like, make it stop, make the bad man stop. <laughs> I ain't mentioning no names. <laughs> KD, I'm gonna go to you next. What, what two kills you going with? Oh, wait, me? JD. Yeah, yeah. You, JD. I'm going oh, to you, all right. Uh, okay. Um, I got to give an honorable mention to the first kid that died in the Chocolate River in Willy Wonka. Fucked <laughs> 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 <Locked> up. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, that's honorable mention. Uh, Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street with uh, the blood on the uh, yeah. ceiling. Yeah. yeah. But the worst death that's... Uh, it just so stark and green is um in the blob remake when the boyfriend who was making a call for help get got killed yeah he just yeah. fell you saw him slowly devo- dissolve over time you know in the cutscenes, and it's just like oh they did such a great fucking job in breaking him down man um Almost as scary as, as the German guy dying in Indiana Jones um, at the mm. end, but ah. you know just just the way they did they, they dissolved him in the blob was just like woo. So that's so, that's my number cool. one. That uh that one bat kill and Glorious Bastards always sticks with me. Oh, uh, what is it? The uh, D- Donnie, this Nazi wants to die for his country. <laughs> 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 I love that team, but <laughs> it's like what I always loved about Quentin Tarantino was he was going to give you authentic. Like it wasn't ever just going to be like one hit and it's like next scene. Like he was batting that guy's head <laughs> on that ground. Um, that always sticks with me. I will argue with the Glorious Bastards that one of the best death scenes is the Nazi in the bar where, was it, Stiglitz or something? It's like, say a vita say to your Nazi balls. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was because he messed up the three. He yeah, because he did this and, yeah. like, the Germans do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what was funny? Like, only some of you might, might probably understand this. If not for Dirk Nowitzki, I would have never understood that scene when I saw it in, in Inglorious Bastards. Anyone who doesn't know Dirk Nowitzki, German basketball player, when he shoots a three-pointer, he does this. Um, so when I saw it, I was just like, that's not the German three. <laughs> and then when they said it, I was just like, ha, ah, I knew it. Uh, I had no idea that scene when Michael Fassbender's like this, and I was like, yeah, I'm watching what's it. The pro- I'm like, but 
but you can see when you go back and watch that scene everyone looking in horror like it's like oh my god he just fucked up now yeah oh, by the way too yeah uh really quick fun fact eli roth was not the original person for that role it was adam sandler Wow. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But that's that's the genius of Quentin Tarantino. Only he could have thought of Adam Sandler actually working in that role and then ending yeah. up with Eli Roth. <laughs> like, or, I thought or, Eli they, Roth was good at it. He wants no, his I, big, I you know, the I bear shoe. <laughs> or how about just, I'm sorry, who, who did fall in love with Christoph Waltz in that flick? And oh, was see, I love Christoph I'm going to tell you this guy. now. I'm going to tell you this now. There's not. There's not ten other movies I can think of that start better than *Inglorious Bastards*. Oh. Where he's because think about it, he's not only undressing the guy he's interrogating, he's undressing us to where we're like, yeah, yeah okay, all right, he's just gonna leave, like he's just doing his job. And then when it's just like all of a sudden, like, are they down there? And then the guy's just like, yes, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. all right, he just continued <laughs> you know in that movie in the scene where. The German woman said, like, oh, Germans don't have a good ear for Italian, so they won't notice. And then suddenly <laughs> he just breaks out fluently in Italian. It's like, Buck Wills was so good in that entire that movie. Is hysterical. Wasn't, what was the connection between Christoph Waltz in that and um, Django? They were connected somehow, weren't they? No. No. They're both German? I, I, don't, think, I don't think his um, movies are connected like that i think he does like little easter eggs in it so that you easter can like, find sure. yeah but, but i don't think that's supposed sure to be like oh this is the same guy well wait Cause, cause let me like... JD. if it is i'm not aware of it if it is i'm not aware of it i'll say that I'm not aware he of was it. german like... in both though <laughs> as yeah, joe said rizzo was supposed to be in the chain gang scene to tie in to uh to man with the iron fists really yeah, when he when he released um uh Jamie Foxx, Rizzo was supposed to be one of Rizza as the the character he plays a man in the Iron Fist was supposed to be in a chain gang. That's interesting. That's yeah, interesting. that's interesting. Again, I have no idea. Quentin Tarantino can think of that. Um, JD, uh, wait, did I go to you yet, JD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel, Joel. Uh, Joel's up. Okay. He always forgets me. It's fine. No, I didn't. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure before I went to you, I I did go to JD. Stop, too many J's. A year ago, Joel. <laughs> what do you do two horror movie kills? Oh, those are hard. Uh, I want to. I want to give a uh, an honorable mention to like most of the kills in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Those, <laughs> are, <laughs> those guys. Were very what are you gonna do, What are you gonna do with those pies, boys? <laughs> Best line ever. Go I on. Fucking lo I love that movie. So it? It's so good. Uh, it, I still could like, those those kills. They stay with me. That the one they punches, he literally just punches the head off. I'm like, I love that scene. Uh, there's just a, there's a there's a lot of good kill scenes in that movie. Um, I'm surprised there weren't more of those. Um, uh, let's see. I will say there's two. The two I have in mind. One of them was um, what was the name of American Psycho? Um, yeah. with Christian Bale, right? Yeah. Love that when movie. they drop. When he drops the the, the chainsaw from the from the top mm. of the stairs, that's great. Like 
That was badass. That was pretty nice. He got him. He's like, I can't get you the first time, but I'm gonna get you down. And he got him. That <laughs> was pretty cool. Best in that movie is when he kills Jared Leto, but he's like dancing before yeah. <laughs> talking about like Phil Collins. To, to or think something. watching that, to think watching that movie going, you're gonna be my Batman someday. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> going back and watching, it, yeah, you're like you're like, I gotta see what he did before, right? Yeah, you're like, uh, you're my Batman. That and so that in equilibrium, you look at and you kind of go. I like the equilibrium was pretty good. Equilibrium um, was the movie that they looked at and decided that that yeah. was going to be Batman. Loved equilibrium. Like, yeah, I didn't know that's awesome. Yeah. Um, American Psycho was fucking phenomenal. That movie, Christian Bale was just so good in that entire thing. Yeah. I have to say, as someone who like has worked in corporate America, that um, uh, business car scene is very relatable. Where you're like flexing and like measuring dick size over like the whiteness <laughs> of, of your like freaking business card. <laughs> Just wanted to say that. <laughs> my um my second kill is not from a horror movie um but it's still something it's a kill that it still stays with me to this day because it just just like uh, what JD was talking about the, the dissolving uh there was a scene in RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> well this dude gets like plastered with like acid it looks like yes oh my god that's the like, <laughs> scene ever and then he gets run again and they hit him with like, the car the truck and he explodes that is disgusting but that get that's... off me man <laughs> yeah <laughs> that scene is just dis- look it up if you look it up on youtube i think you can find it that scene is disgusting disgusting but that talk about going out that i'll never forget that because that used to freak me out as a kid his fucking his earlobes were just dripping he was melting he was literally melting and he's so that is a good fucking scene man good call i'll drink to that i love it i love it joel i do want to me and t have one more honorable mention i want to give a shout out to every kill in machete um (laughs) just beautiful just i mean American filmmaking at its best. Um, but Tia, what was your other honorable mention? In Freddy versus Jason, when he takes the guy with the freaking bed and just starts like, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I even say this. No one ever talks about this, but it defies law of physics. The girl at the beginning that he stabs through the tree. The blade's yeah. not long enough to go through that sketch. <laughs> oh, we're, we're like, all right, yeah, I buy it. Yeah, but, that makes sense. He put the help through it too, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it was the whole thing. With, it was just, ugh. And it's just like, all right, Jason, come on, man. Really? Um, <laughs> aggressive. Very aggressive. I mean, when he slammed the dude in the bed, it was just like, Jason, wait, wait, wait. No, I think he stabs him first. He stabs him first and then goes to bed. He crushes. Squish. Could you picture how you go to heaven or hell is how you die? So he's up there with like his body completely <laughs> like, no. like, like crab walking to the gates. <laughs> like, it, 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 come on. It, it's okay. You, you had a horrible life. I, I get it. Come on. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Tia. What were you going to say? No, I was just gonna say as a 13, 14 year old watching Prey versus Jason for the first time, seeing that it was like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, that was... <laughs> ah, but go ahead, Pete. If we're gonna wait for JD to come back before we close out, I have I have one more honorable mention that only kind of came yeah. to me. When when JD mentioned the blob. I was reminded of Creep Show 2 when all of the kids are like 
out on the lake and there's the giant garbage bag of death that's just like sitting there and it dissolves flesh and shit. And like mad people have been falling in so far. And right now there's only like the guy and the girl left. And this dude is such a scumbag that like the girl lays down and he's just all like feeling her up. And she's like laying on the, the crevices of the raft. And she like looks up and like all of her face is just uh, like you did me dirty. Like you did you fuck you son of a bitch. You did this to me. And he's like, oh shit. And while he while the thing, whatever it is, the giant garbage bag of death, is eating her through the slats of the raft, he dives in and starts swimming to shore. And like I, I swear, this is like a hashtag me too movement for <laughs> the ages like he makes it to shore this scumbag of a human being makes it to shore and you're like this motherfucker is gonna live and he turns around mocking the thing whatever it is the creature he's like i beat you i beat you and this thing's just like special move tidal wave <laughs> and like, like you, you just see the the street the super street fighter like super bar just bend down like tidal wave <laughs> blob wins fatality <laughs> there it is. I, I'll, I'll add this last thing before we get out of here i will say one of the ones that stuck with me were I saw Anaconda before I knew that those snakes were real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this only exists in the movie. No, because like I remember leaving it. I remember leaving it and going to school the next day and going, bro, like, did you see how fake those big snakes were and like how it had to crush all your bones before it could swallow you just to spit you out <laughs> two days later? And like everyone yeah. at the table was just like, oh, he doesn't know. No, they're real. <laughs> like, uh, they're like, no, they're real. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, like here real? And they're like, no, not here. More like rainforest and stuff, but they're real. Like they, they exist. And I was just like that big. And he was like, yeah, for sure. He was like, um, it might have exaggerated a little bit, but they're big enough that they can wrap around any kind of human being and crush all of your bones. Yeah. And when oh, they yeah. told me that, I remember I never went back to that movie. I said, nope. Never watch that shit again, ever. But I do give credit for the director allowing a Hispanic and a black man to survive that movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there, there, you there you go. Halo and Ice Cube. Shout out, out Halo and Ice Cube. Right. We've come full this circle. Big, this big? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> um, that's, what a, that's what a host does, Pete. You bring it around, man. You bring it around. Uh, I'll say um, one last honorable mention is uh, it's not really a kid kill but it was just like it freaked me the fuck out was in midsummer when the two old people jump off the freaking cliff oh. and like the woman's like face is like concaved oh. and everything and then the guy yeah. lands on his freaking i couldn't handle that movie Wait, that so was, you thought that was worse than the, the head out the window and then like that you the that whole was... thing oh, oh in uh, hereditary i'm like that hereditary. yeah i'm like that was can i tell you I, I thought it was kind of funny at first. I laughed. I was like, oh. Thank you. I yeah. left my ass off. <laughs> I it was funny. This is like they're they're rushing. She's having this like anaphylactic shock, and I was like, ah. and I was like, ah. and I was like, oh, your fucking yeah. head is gone. Yeah, no, that's like. I'm sorry. That was like the scene in in Joaquin Phoenix's Joker when the little person he let him out. He oh, saved his oh, life yeah. he was he like, he was like scared oh that hurt me that he hurt goes, me. <laughs> no but he said okay Wait. you could go but he couldn't reach the chain on the door to get out the apartment 
I will fun. say this. Yeah. If someone who has been short my entire life and could not reach pretty much anything on, on higher shelves, that hurt me on a deeper level, like on a real <laughs> level. Like, I, cool. I cried That's inside cool. for him. I'm like, no, I get it, man. I get it. It's not fair. Yeah. This isn't. I got, I'm no. with you. Go ahead. No. Um, I watched, speaking of watching stuff before you're old enough, I watched uh, Dust Till Dawn with my oh. sister uh one night when we were just i guess i, I forgot where my brother was at but we were just downstairs watching the movie and we, we, he rented it and no one watched it yet so let's watch it it, it looks interesting you know let's look like a regular like you know one of those regular movies it didn't look like i didn't know the horror movie at first either and i had no idea this whole movie just looked like a weird like like a criminal like robin shit movie anyway if you guys watch the movie you know what's gonna happen of course great flick Love the it. fucking bar or the, the strip club or whatever. And this becomes the bloodiest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. At the time, I'm watching it with someone much, much older than I am. And um, I was like, I just so awkward that we actually had, she, we turned it off because it's just like, I wasn't expecting that. And it was just weird at this point because it was just graphic. <laughs> and, and there was a lot of shit that I shouldn't be watching at the time. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I was so into it. But I was at the same time kind of, freaked out because they were creepy looking vampires but man was that fucking uh terrifying but i was like oh shit i'm not i definitely gotta mark this down and watch it like later uh, <laughs> when but, I'm older. <laughs> older. that's definitely joelle i thought i had uh again being super young with my dad talking me into blade and just going like no oh. you don't even know and you know me remembering seeing blade from spider-man the animated series i'm like yeah that guy was pretty oh. cool I'm sitting there, and like the first four seconds, it's just like, yeah. oh my, oh, yeah. oh, oh my God! It's just everywhere. Like, <laughs> oh no! That happened to me, that happened to me too. I was and with like, my, my cousin like, that day. I'm like, oh my God! <laughs> like, yeah, it was like '97 or whatever the fuck it was, and Blade. then I got to pick the movie that night, and I chose Blade's rated R. They said they didn't really care, but again, we didn't know what we were walking into. I knew what Blade was from Spider Man, like you. I didn't expect this. So we wanted a number. They took my, my little cousin with us, too. She's a little girl. <laughs> and we're sitting there watching it. And then that whole that scene with the, the blood rave and that's it. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm like, I mean, it turned out to be a great movie. And nowhere near as crazy and graphic as fucking uh, Dust Till Dawn. But still, you know, they made they, they trusted me to pick this movie. I had a moment in my life that almost resembled that blood rave. I was really? uh, I, I went to a party. Um, somebody who worked at MTV had one of those pop-up raves and it was uh, on a fishing trowel in Chelsea Pier behind the, behind the horse stables over there. And like the whole center hole of this fishing trowel is where, you know, they held this party, but that's also where they held the fish. And I, 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 it felt like we were in Blade. I was just waiting for the fucking the, the, the sprinklers to turn on in the blood, and they were going to take us and sell us as sex slaves on the other side <laughs> of the fucking country, man. You know, all of us suckers fucking drinking and, and bonked out. But one of the scariest moments I had in my life was uh, I went with a girlfriend to uh, West Virginia and the Shenandoah Mountains uh, because there's a lot of wine country up there, and we rented this nice cabin romantic weekend and all of this and 
uh, the night before, I watched The Strangers. Remember? Oh, yes. oh my God. Yes. Yes. With the masks? Yes. Okay. That's because so, you were home. So, <laughs> this is real life <laughs> thing, right? So, you know, being a man, I'm always on time, and the woman usually isn't. Sorry, Tia. And it's, we did it's not actually opposite for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, we did not leave on this long trip when we should have. So by the time we reached our cabin, it was maybe about one in the morning in the Shenandoahs <laughs> where there's trees and I'm in my Jeep Cherokee and I'm like, you know, the man, the protector. And I'm like, babe, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to check the place. I'm going to make sure it's clear for us to enter. Right. When I, you know, when I come back out, <laughs> we're good to go. So <laughs> I do it. I do it. I do all my stuff. You know, I left the truck running. And when I go to get to the door, this chick locked the fucking door, man. <laughs> I could have fucking died if that motherfucker me, man. She had locked the motherfucking door. Man. We're supposed to be a team. Right. <laughs> out there. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. You know, you know what it was. You know what it was, JD. Because I've done that. I probably shouldn't say this. It's gonna make me sound like a horrible person. I've done that to my mother, and I'll explain why. <laughs> it's all right. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Whenever Mom. you feel like something scary, right, and someone's yeah. like, "Nah, man, like I'll go check it out. Like it's not that serious." In your mind, you're like, "All right, he's super confident. So like, if he dies, I have none. I have no confidence. I'm not strong. I can't fight. I'm screwed. Right. The only thing I have is at least he has the work for it to kill me." So I'm like, once you're gone and I see that you're gone, both doors are locked. They are completely locked. And you better not run up talking about he's right behind me. Face I'm right. driving off. <laughs> I'm gone. I can't do it, man. I am terrified of things like that. Don't go be well, brave. Stay yeah. with me and let's get out of here. Don't go be I'll brave. let you know that I'm not the type of friend that you want to call like in certain situations like uh, you remember years ago that un woman who unfortunately like was attacked by that chimpanzee and like yeah. the whole and the whole story was like she was a neighbor and her yeah. neighbor called her and was like oh my god my chimpanzee is attacking me come over and help and the woman's like I'll go help if my neighbor is calling me and saying like oh my god my chimpanzee is calling it's like what do you want me to do shoot it <laughs> like, I don't know what you want I don't know what you want me to call 911 right now? That's probably I'm gonna call you. animal control. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, so yeah. I'm not the friend that you want to call for this sort of things. Tia, come just uh, like, so check out my my house. I think someone may be in it. I'm like, then you should leave. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like the comedian said, like when he gets Amber Alerts on his phone, where it's like, dude just kidnapped like eight kids, and it's like he's in a white van. It's like fucking call Batman. What are you calling me for? What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fight this guy for these kids back. You do it, you know. You call the cops. You do your job. Well, that's um, like when that. I see these cashiers at, like, and again, like, applauds to them. But these like cashiers at places that you know they're getting paid minimum wage, fighting against robbers and everything. And I'm like, I used to work at a bakery back in college, and we actually used to keep the register open because there was multiples of us in one register, and it was just like keep it open so you can like you know take things off. And we always said someone came in and was like. This is a stick up. We're robbing you. Be like, here, here is the register. You don't even have to pop it open. It's open already. You yeah. come take it. We'll step aside. There's no security cameras in here. 
we know that for certain, and you, you're good. You good. I got fired. I got fired from GameStop because of that. I was the assistant manager there, and the first day he's like, if someone tries to break in, like you know, don't don't fight them, like let them do whatever. I said, I'm gonna tell you this now. If someone breaks in with a gun, I'm opening the safe and giving them whatever's in here. He said, no, you can't do that. I said, well, I'm just letting you know who I am. <laughs> whatever keeps me alive that night is exactly what I'm doing. So they said, okay, I, I don't think this is gonna work. I said, okay. It's like, man, you're getting paid minimum wage, wow. you know, like and all that. Here's, I have no loyalty right, here, when it comes the crazy to that. Thing they did. Here's the crazy thing. A lot of people, maybe five, ten years ago, didn't know that GameStop took all the games on the shelf and just emptied them. None of the games yeah. are actually in the cases. Spoiler alert for anyone who didn't know that, right? Yeah. Do you know how angry the, the robber will be as he's taking all these games and then look? He'll take his frustration out on you. He's going to come at me. So right. my response is going to be, wouldn't you like $3,476.19 that's in this safe? And he would go, whoa, yeah. And I would go, boom, I made it home that night. The fuck? That's an easy call. <laughs> I'm not risking my life for getting paid. I'm not risking my life for getting paid eight fifty an hour from a boss who freaking works me like a dog and yeah. verbally yeah. abuses me and shit. Take that money. I'll yeah, help take, you. You need me to walk shit to your car. Yeah, take the money and then come back and kidnap my boss tomorrow and ransom him. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> this was. I think we can safely call this part one. I think we would love to do more with this horror. Yeah. Um, so this was part one of our horror spectacular. You guys literally heard everything about us. Uh, so you can judge us as people. I think you have enough yeah. evidence to know who we are as individuals. I am not someone you would like to be left alone with if something horror is going on. Not um, would you, if you try and if you try and rob me, I'll just give you whatever you need. I hey, guess. Hold on, like, here, take this. <laughs> What did you say, Joel? I said I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, hey, I'm honest. I let you know. So if we ever enter danger, don't go, whoa, you didn't help me. I literally told you this the first mm. day we met. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, I had a, I had a time. I had a time. Yeah, you know. Don't ever go into danger uh, with me around. Anyway, uh, no yeah. danger, and I snitch also. Just putting that out there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shout out to Joel, JD, and Pete. And our special guest, Tia. Thank you very much, Tia, for joining us for this episode. Um, hopefully, we can get everybody here back. I know Dom is a huge horror fan who had two things he had to get done this weekend. He would probably love to come back. Um, there's just so much more for us to tackle. And Pete, I'm circling the date for our conspiracy theory episode. I'm circling <laughs> just let, let me know in advance so I can get all of my information ahead of time and just have it ready and then we all need to leave. Oh my god, that just homes. freaked me the fuck out with <laughs> all this horror stuff. He's mm. talking in the middle. He goes, <laughs> My eyes scared me. So I'm sorry I scared you guys. I, I, I didn't hear. So it scared me. Um, That's just the government listening to what we plan on. Right, talking right. About. Um, but no, so we will be back next week, guys. We thank you so much. Make sure you guys tune in uh, to Pete's Basement. Uh, make sure you guys see what's going on over there. I can't wait to go back on there. Hopefully, JD doesn't make me feel as bad as he did last time. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't no problem. That. Where can I find that? Tia, why would you want to see that? <laughs> of course I want to see that. Um, I Listen, will get he came up with a list of things, uh, spoilers, and we're like, bro, 
you know, you can't do this in like seven parts. <laughs> <laughs> JD definitely made me feel about that small at the end of that episode. Um, but it's okay because I'm friends with Joel and he does that hourly, not even daily, hourly. Uh, but also, make sure you guys uh, check out the all new episode of Much Ado About Nothing. Me and Joel put out this uh, this past Monday. Um, Tia has top 10 that she had mm-hmm. dropped and top 10 coming up this weekend. Yes. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And of course, Marvel Cinematic Review. In a few hours, Falcon and Winter Soldier drops. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned Saturday for us to break down everything. Uh, Pete, I don't think you were on the last episode. Right? I haven't been. No, no. Uh, extenuating circumstances have arrived, but I will be there Saturday. Thank nice. you. Nice. Thank you. Um, and by the way, really quickly to you, Joel pointed out that in the episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, the last one, it was a cop car on the corner. So the cops didn't just come out of nowhere. They were like, I guess, just like watching the block. Chilling. Yeah, literally no, no one in America saw that, but Joel, <laughs> Joel <laughs> the people that, that actually shot that scene. All right. Like, where the hell did they come from? Um, but thank you so much, guys. And we will see you same time, same place next week. Till then. Peace. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.